across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 I It's got to be said, I heard James Wales opening monologue this evening at 7 o'clock. I've never heard such a, a big pile of horse manure in my life. He was talking absolute rubbish out of his a-hole. Um, and uh, it, it was all it was about dogs. It's about dogs. If you don't love dogs, then you don't deserve to live. Shut up. Dogs are stupid. Hate dogs. Dogs are the worst pet you can get. I think that you should have to have a dog license and everyone should have to pay £500 a year. Well, that's stupid because then you're saying only rich people can have dogs. What about old people? I don't like dogs. I think they're a lousy pet. But what about old people who um, have dogs as like their friends and stuff? They can't afford £500. It's stupid, reactionist nonsense. From a from a from a dinosaur of broadcasting. I think it's I think it's time, James. I think it's time for you to retire with attitudes like that. Ridiculous. The worst monologue I've ever heard in radio. And I used to listen to Mike Mendoza. It was awful. And I think it was that monologue that caused me to crash my car on the way to work tonight. Right. I think it was that. Now when I say crash, right? I was driving into London, it's busy, and 03444991000 is the telephone number. Boy. You can call me about anything. I've got some big stuff. Oh, by the way, by the way, um, I nearly got caught on an online scam. Yeah, and you're not, here's the thing, right? You're not going to hear anybody else talking about this online scam. Because it involves pornography. Right. No, exactly. And I did, I nearly got caught out. I'm going to read I'm going to read you the email I got. And the email that I got when I was sat with my boys in the living room that caused me into a little bit of a panic and I had to say to the boys, "Daddy's just going to go and check something on the computer." <laughs> yeah, oh god, honestly. I say nearly got caught out. I, I'll explain it, it was a it was a terrifying 20 minutes. Terrifying 20 minutes. But I'll tell you that in a bit. And no one else is going to talk about it, because no one else is going to admit that they might have sat in front of a computer and watched porn. I've done that. I'm going to be honest, I've done that, right? And I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'm a little bit ashamed to talk about it, but, you know, these things happen. Anyway, so driving into work, and um, on the A4, coming into London, and come to these traffic lights, and it gets very, very, very busy, very, very busy. And I must admit, it, it was totally my fault, right? I was too close to the car, in front of me, he stopped suddenly, I went into the back of him. Now, I didn't go into the back of him hard. These things always sound worse than they are. Mm -hmm. If you're you're in a car uh, that's involved in a car crash of any size, it sounds horrific. And you get out and you go, oh, okay. So I I bumped into the back of this car. I I did an emergency stop, and for some reason, my my wheel, my brakes jammed or something. The wheels, I kept moving, basically. So I hit the back of this guy's car, and I came out with my hands up as a you know, ready to do that, I'm really sorry. You've seen, you've, I always have car crashes, I'm a terrible driver. But I, it was my fault. If you're in the back, of course it's your fault. I was too close, couldn't, couldn't stop. And I came up with the hands up, ready to do it. I'm really sorry, man, are you all right? 
And this bloke came out. That was your effing fault! Ooh, what? I said, yeah, I know it was. It's your fault. I saw you driving like an idiot. I wasn't. Uh, and you did that. You were out of order. Like, shouting and jabbing the finger. Shouting. Right? Okay. All right. Fine. I went, okay, yeah, it was my fault. And I was calm at this point. You, you're an idiot. You're driving like an idiot. And I looked at his car. I went, yeah, but there's no damage to your car. So that's something. He said, well, I'll check it in the morning. I said, and I started doing that. Well, I'm checking it now and there's not even a scratch. Oh, oh, right. So then he started taking pictures of his car. I'm thinking, well, the car's going with you. So then he started taking pictures of my car. And he said, do you know what? Not e- an apology would be good. And then I got really peed off. I went, dude, if you hadn't have come... And then I started shouting. I said, if you hadn't have come out shouting and have a go at me, you were about to get an apology. But you know what? You can stick your apology now because your attitude sucks. And then he came up close and started taking pictures of me. <laughs> and I just, I just went, oh, you're a prick. And I got in the car. He went, no, you're a prick. Oh, wow. Got you there. Right. And I sat in the car and suddenly started fuming. And my left arm started going. I get that a lot when I get angry. I've not had it for a while. My left arm hurts. That's like heart attack. Yeah. Remember I had that on an episode of Big Brother's Bit on the Psych once when I was arguing one of the things. My, my arm just went. I was like, mm. Anyway, I, I just a big, big anger thing. So I'm sat in the car. We're still at the traffic lights. So I got my, cap, my, my phone and started taking pictures in the car. Right? Then, I, then I got really angry. So I stormed out of the car. Started taking the pictures of the back of his car to prove there was no damage. Yeah, in case he goes and smashes it up. And then so then he in. got out of the car, his car, and went, Oh! You're using your phone with the engine running. You're breaking the law! Wow. And I went, oh, F off. You're breaking the law. Oh, you weren't off. in your car at the time. I was. I took the first few in the car. Right. And then I got out. You're taking... You're using your phone with your engine running. You're breaking the law. Hang on a second, let me just take this call. Good evening, Jack. Good evening. Good evening, Jack. What can we do for you this evening? Oh, um, I just, I don't know. I just found out yesterday that, like, um, one of my friend's dogs had got cancer and, um... Cancer of the dog? Yes. Wow. Uh-huh. So... I knew that dog very well. What? I knew the dog, but the, do- the dog didn't make it through. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. It was your friend's dog, yeah? Yeah. Were you close to your friend's dog? Yep. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I know that losing um, a pet or the pet of a friend can be um, a very upsetting experience. Yeah. Hey! If I were there, brother, I would give you a hug. Yep. Oh, keep yourself to turn on. Keep yourself to turn on. You're on radio. Sorry? Oh, I'm I'm trying to keep keep myself to turn on. Okay, you're on the radio. Are you all right, man? You sound sound very distressed. Um. Yeah, it's just that the bed sheet I've got on, the dog was lying on it, like, five days ago. 
before. Right. Yes. So, uh, um... And is that making you feel sad? Yes. Oh, man. Are you going to... I'm going to say something that might seem cold, but I don't really know how to play this. So I'm going to say, are you going to wash the bed sheet? Well, obviously. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I could. I thought maybe you might want to keep it as a souvenir. I mean, is there, dis- is there discharge oh, on it? Oh, stop it. No, I mean that as a genuine question. Is there, like, sediment? Did he, you know... Did he dog, li- dog juice. Did, did, dog juice. Well, the dog did pee on the bed, if that counts. I mean... Five days ago? Yes. And you've not cleaned it yet? No, no. Well, you really love that dog, man. Now that I've come to think of it, I am sleeping in dog pee. Could be, could be worse. It could be dog... OK, I'm going to go up. Dog opium? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Give me some, give me some, I want to smoke opium. They used to do that in China, didn't they? They would um, put an opium pipe in the dog's mouth and then you would um, breathe, you would inhale the air from its a-hole. What? To get you, get you super high. Huh? It would get you super high because it would pass through the dog's lungs and it would make you higher. I'm 14. What? Mm. I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss. Um, I'm really, I'm even sorry that you slept in dog pee for the past five days. Um... Can you can you go and clean those sheets now? Uh, yes, okay. I will. All right, Jack. Well, listen. Best of luck, man. And um, uh, things get better with time. It's a cliche, but it's true. Uh, except dirty sheets. Dirty sheets get they worse. They do not get better. Hang in there, brother. Yeah. Thinking of you, Jack. All right, bye. Thanks, mate. Bye, bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I didn't know where to go with that. Um. So we started off as a gag, and then we got sensitive. You went in reverse. So this guy's shouting to me. You used. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's kind of how the show works. You you you're using your phone in, a, and I went. Sounds I w- like it got quite petty quite quickly. And I just went. Oh f off. Yep. Oh no. Ah, before that. No, sorry. The reason I got my phone out is because we were sat at the traffic lights. The lights went green, and of course he didn't move. Didn't move. Lights are green. He didn't move. So you'd have to go in front of him. Fairly busy road. So I sat there thinking, oh, here's the game. The game is afoot. And th- then then I started to reverse. And Oh, then, th- no, then I got out. Then I did the picture. Then then I started to reverse. And, and then he zoomed off. Of course, he zoomed off. But then, so then at the next set of lights, I pull up next to him. And now I'm really angry. Right? And now I did do something that's illegal. Okay. I killed him oh. with a gun. Okay. I shot him with a gun, and I shot his missus as well. His missus was in the car. She was mortified. I've seen the video footage. Right. So this is this. I did do something that is that is illegal. I'm confessing to a crime. Right. I stopped at the next traffic lights. I wound down my window, and I got. I, I started filming him. So I am holding my phone now. Well, because he was him. behaving dangerously. Yeah. You were concerned so for I your wasn't, safety, I wasn't, right? You yeah. were. Oh, exactly. I was concerned for my safety. Oh no, God, yeah, I was concerned for my safety. I thought he was a threat. I wasn't quite next to him. He was a bit ahead of me. So then he reversed up and said something. Like, I've got it on video. I'll sell it to you. You effing idiot. F- using your effing phone while your engine is running. Take that to the police. But then now here's the thing. He was coming the exact same route I was coming. So and his wife was in the car, by the way, which I hadn't known at the time. So he's in using the exact same route I'm coming. So for the next 25 minutes... I'm right behind him. 
I'm right behind oh, him. Would you have loved it if he was a guest? Yeah, um, I, was oh. think, I was just thinking, well, if he rocks up and he's on James's show. Um, and then eventually, um, I kind of, we went our separate ways, and he was doing the, the waving to me thing. I'm thinking, you don't get to do the waving thing. You're, you, were the ang- you were the angry thug in he, that. He sounds like a nice guy. I hate people. Um, I, hate, I really hate people. That small section of film you showed me, his wife is doing that thing of, oh, God, make this stop. Please make this stop. Please I bumped into stop. the back of a guy's car. It was my fault. I came out with my hands up, about to say, I'm really sorry, are you all right? And there was he no la- damage. He launched into it, and there was zero damage. And he was aggressive and pointing and shouting and swearing, and he was aggressive. And it was, I was, I was, I, I, t- I texted you, I pulled over and texted you and said, I'm scared and humiliated. Those are the two things. Um, and it's interesting, neither of those things you can control. You can't control fear. It's a natural response. You can't control humiliation. It's a natural response. I was humiliated. You know, I was humiliated because it was, you know, it was pointed out that my driving had been bad. It had been bad enough to go into the back of a car. Um, And he had been aggressive and I was humiliated as a man. I don't know if it's different for for, for women. I don't know. But as a man, I felt humiliated that I'd been shouted at. And I hadn't had any clever comebacks. And that I'd kowtowed for, you know... 60% 60% of it, and then for the last 40%, I'd lost my temper and shouted back. Kowtowed or not risen to him? Because well, the thing is, what he did from the way you're reporting it, yeah. and we've only got your word for it... Well, I'm honest, though. Was, of course you are. I'm honest and I'm even. I'm even. There's one thing. There's yeah, one thing you and I have seen is... the video of him being really nasty. Yeah. So it sounds like he came out with a disproportionate response. That is the action of someone who's either frightened, yep. showing off, yep. but she didn't look like she was very impressed. no. Or a bell end. Okay. Oh, so that has set me that has set me up for the evening, and I, and I, and I hate people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand G. What you got? What's happening with the Ouija board stream? Um, the, here's the thing, right? Because I said I was going to have a, a seance at my house, right? And what I do, and Kath will back me up. The listener will back me up on this. I come up with what are genuinely brilliant ideas. By the way, Jay, I've not got my computer tonight. I left my computer at home. And it's brilliant. I'm loving it. I've not been on Twitter. I've been on eBay on my phone. <laughs> um, but I've not been... I can't access Twitter on my phone. And it's great. I've not been You're on... You're detoxing. I'm, well, no, I've, no, I'm not. I just forgot to bring it. So instead... Um, I finished reading the book of uh, Nettie Baker, who's Ginger Baker's daughter, who's going to be in the studio tomorrow. Hey, two two guests tomorrow. Nettie Baker, Ginger Baker's daughter's coming in, and um, Beverly Craven. Potentially. Potentially. Beverly Craven. Beverly Craven's going to be on the show. What a milf. Oh, come on oh, now. now, you, come on. You always take it too far, G. And I'm, we, now we, we, we talked about this. <laughs> we, no, 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 no. You always do. You always do. And I'm calling you out for it now. Come on, man. She's, she's a guest on the show. I can't have you going around calling guests on the show that. Come she on. is. You're right. I am very sorry. I thank do apologise. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, um, yeah, so we're going to have a... Um, it's, it's only a yellow card. Don't worry, but just watch it. Um, so I come up with ideas that are brilliant, right, that are actually brilliant. And then if I don't act on those ideas within three or four days, it's too late. The, 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 um, the oomph has gone. And so ages ago, it's like, when I get in this house, I'm going to have a seance. And I get in this house, I'm going to have a seance. And um, it just didn't, it didn't get around to doing it. And I didn't get the, uh, the night vision camera I got was rubbish and not as good as I was expecting it to be. So that was an integral part. And then I thought, if we do it at night, people who I'm going to invite are going to have to stay in my house. And then we just didn't do it. And I think the momentum has gone. Um, Does the farm feel spooky, though? The farm, oh, you've been to the farm, Catherine. Mm-hmm. You, you, I, are, live, I live with the there spirits. There are a lot of nooks and crannies, G. 
a lot of nooks and crannies. It's pitch black. It's, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. And I'm biting my tongue, thank Mrs. You. Boss. Thank you. Well done. He's learning. He's learning. <laughs> he's learning. I don't think he's taking this seriously. He, don't, well, don't, you're giving I'm him ammunition. Very seriously. I want a Ouija board stream. You, you're giving him ammunition. What I need is I need a really good... Don't victim blame. Um, bang, bang, you shot me down, bang, bang. Right, both of you stop flirting with each other. Either get it on or get it off. <laughs> My show. Um, I need a really good night vision camera that I can st- plug, I can stream... Fet G's got one. Please, what? mate. I need a really good night vision camera that I can stream. My, um, I can stream to my Mac, right? And because the one I've got is rubbish, it's got to be done in the dark. That's what's stopping me. So if someone finds me one of those, I'm in. Oh, someone so emailed me. Use your Mac hey, in the dark. someone emailed me saying that they um, they've got loads of night vision stuff. They were like a proper. I think it was someone who used to be a cameraman on Most Haunted or something. and said, "I'll be up for." Oh, let me find. Let me check my emails. I haven't got my my computer. So yeah, yeah okay. One day, G. One day, G. Thanks for calling by. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Powerful start to the show. Mm. Um, what's that whistling? Can you hear that? Right. Well, you just that, right. I just heard that. You just did that. Can you hear whistle? I can hear her. Oh, was you doing that? Yeah. Can you hear that? You can hear that. It's really loud in Who's my ears. Whose mic is it? It's Close not- my mic. No, it's not. T- t- close it. Move the computer out of the way. Shut this computer. Now open it. Still there. All right. Close that. Don't move. Open that. Close that. Open that. Go and sit on that one, please. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Sorry, where are you going? What's wrong? You know what's wrong. You know what you did. Right, I've got to make a phone call because I'm getting called out by um, a friend of mine. Let's see if my friend is is um, brave enough to answer the phone. It's not a touch screen, Ian. You've got to use the mouth. Mouse. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, 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 uh. 1,000? Is that the phone number? Yeah, that sounds about right. Let's call Scott. See if Scott's, see if Scott's around. Hello, Balcony Shirts. Hello, is that Scott Balcony from Balcony Shirts? Yes, it is. How are you doing? Oh, I've got Catherine spraying perfume around the room for some reason. Huh. Um, nice to talk to you. You're busy printing shirts tonight, Scott. I am. I'm printing a high-vis jacket. For a stag uh, night? Yeah, yeah, building, yeah, building stag night. Scott, I'm a bit confused. I'm a little bit confused. I've just had some messages um, from your phone, from WhatsApp, um, saying, here's the message, I told you you would bottle the Ouija board. Oh, yeah, you did. This this is the thing. Yeah. A little while ago, you said to me, can we do a Ouija board in your shop? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you said we were going to have a sale. We'll we'll set the table out in the middle. Yeah. We'll make a Ouija board. Yeah. We'll have a make a night of it. We'll get some get some um tea in, some drinks. Get some all tea sorts in <laughs> Gosh. Wow, yeah, make it sounds like a wild party. With tea. And and I said and I said, you know what? If it was me if it was me on my own it, I'd do it because I've I've got balls of steel. But you bottled it. You but, you said but, we could not but, use your premises. There's other pe- there's other people working right. the shop yeah. and it wouldn't be fair right. to bring okay. you know, spirits 
onto onto other people. Okay. So yeah. I said, you know, I cut for for the people. Health and, sa- health and safety reasons. Health and safety. And the, the mental be. health of your employees. And let's just clarify, it's, it's not you, not you, it's everyone no, else. I was up for it. Yeah, I was you. up for it. Okay. But Lee, Lee though, was scared. Can I Lee just, was scared. And I should, just, scared. I should just preface this by saying that... Um, uh, Scott is a good friend of mine, makes great T-shirts, got a really dry sense of humour. Um, he capped his pants watching The Babadook. <laughs> don't mention The Babadook. The actual Babadook film. Bad, bad. He capped his don't, pants don't. watching it. All right, well, let's, let, let's get on to cacking your pants, shall we? Because you said... He just does, actually. I've had right. to go and get perfume. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got property now. Oh, I've got a house. Oh, I've, I've got a house. Yeah. Come and do Come and do it at my house, yeah. and we'll have a, we'll have a Ouija board at my house. Yeah. And I was like laughing, saying, "You are never going to do that. You are you you're giving it the big one. Yeah. When it comes to the the crunch, yeah. you ain't going to do it because you don't want okay. to be inviting all the evil spirits onto your property." <laughs> and 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 lo lo and behold. Right. Three weeks later, oh, oh, if I don't do something straight away, I'll, oh, I'll never do it. I'm so, oh, I'm such a spontaneous guy. If I don't, if I don't sort it out straight away. Good impression. And, they, and, they, and you're scared. You're saying that's fine because I was, I, I didn't want to do it either. Oh, sorry? Just, it's fine. All right. Well, here's the thing, right? What I need is I need a good night vision camera. But I tell you what, we can forget that. Scott, <laughs> I'm inviting you Saturday night, yeah. my house, yeah. at midnight, we'll do a seance. You and oh, me. Right, I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. All right, midnight. I can't do it. I'm, out. Your... I'm out. Well, no, you can't do a sounds with two people. Why not? You need eight. That's... <laughs> Where did that number come from? You need. You need. Every, everyone knows you need eight people to do a sounds. I do. I've got a Ouija board. Four around I... One side, I... four around the other. I, I've got a Ouija board, and I use it as a mouse mat. I know. I love that. I. I... Yeah, and nothing spooky has happened. Admittedly, I seem to be accessing a lot of witch porn in my sleep. But <laughs> apart from that, nothing strange has happened. I am inviting you to the farm Saturday night, midnight, for a seance with my Ouija board. Um, and you are you are saying no. But will there no, be I'm tea? There, I'm there, I'm there, but you need more. You need more. I want Babcock. All right, hang on a minute. Tony... Tony, are you oh. there? Can you hear me? Is anybody... Oh. Tony! Not once for Hi, yes. Hi, Kath, how are you? Tony, would you like to come... We haven't got time for the niceties. I've got Scott on the phone and he's doing my nut. Tony, okay. would you like to come to a seance at my house on Saturday night at midnight? Yes. Fine. OK, well, that's three of us. Boom. We only need five more. If you want to come to a seance at my house... At midnight on Saturday, obviously we'll get there before midnight. We're going to start the seance at midnight, so get there for about eleven forty-five. Um, yeah, I was confident you were. I was confident you were going to bottle this anyway, but now I'm absolutely positive you're mate, going to bottle it. I'm inviting the idiots that listen to this show, people that you know I loathe, to come to my house just to prove you wrong. Here's the thing, Balks. We thought the most worrying thing about this was the evil spirits being invited in. You ain't seen nothing. Uh, no, no, I know he's not thought this through, is he? <laughs> not at all. Um, if, if you listen to this show, you're getting a once. A lifetime opp- opportunity to come to my house and sit in a dark room with me for an hour. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Scott, we'll have this seance, and I that bet you don't. Fantastic. I bet you. I bet you get. You send a message. Oh no, I forgot. I got the kids this weekend. You, oh, you, oh. Are, you will never. You will not do this in a million years. See you on a Saturday night, years. Scott. See you, oh. mate. Loser. Sorry about that, Tony. <laughs> 
It's okay. By the way, Tony, you're, you, actually, you're you, actually not you. You are not coming to my house. No, no. I, I realise. Good. That you are. Fine. You are one of the ones I, I definitely I, don't want there. I, you're, you're a wrong one. You're a wrong one. I'm a wrong one. Okay. Well, I'd advise not to do Ouija boards. Why? Um, um, it's just a bit of board. It's just a bit of wood, and you put your fingers on. Nothing you, happens. Are you concerned you might get entered? No, I know. I know someone who um, got entered. Well, yeah, maybe entered whatever you want to call it um, a long time ago. Yes, <laughs> and he reckoned it was. Um, I'm talking twenty years ago to do with the Ouija board, but um, that could have been due to do with the weed. I don't know. <laughs> It was the weedy the, board. It was the weed, the weedy board. It was either the it was either the little bit of, of wood with with it, your fingers on it. It, or it did was draw over the walls. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> Ouija boards, nothing happens. Here's the thing: you can't talk to dead people. Ouija boards, nothing happens. They were invented in the 1880s. It's all yeah. nonsense. This Cap- is a classic beginning of a horror film. Oh, this whole thing. Come on, man. Perfect. There's nothing is gonna happen. Um, Come on, guys! What could possibly go wrong? Scott and uh, d- Scott and Scott. I need to talk to you about geo. We might call you back in a bit. Scott's talk about geocaching because he got me into geocaching five years after everyone else. We did that anyway. Um, geocaching, so, yeah. That? It's yeah. like it's like treasure hunting, except there's no treasure. Okay. I took Kath still, geo. I'm still not quite. I took Kath geocaching. We went tonight. geocaching. We went ge- okay. What is just just just? I don't know. I'm just feeling. If you get a funny, write it down and. Either I'll say it, okay. I'll let you do it, or I'll ban oh, it. Well. I would have banned that one. They won't have heard that one anyway. I would have banned... Hey, Kath's written a joke that we've been meaning to do oh, for the no. last three weeks. Kath's got a joke, My kids Tony. love this. My kids love this joke. Here mostly because it's rude. You, are you ready for this, Tone? I'll, yeah, I'll tell my children the same joke, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Kath's joke. Ladies and gentlemen, Kath's joke. Here we go. Yeah. Hang on, I can't remember it. It's about peppers. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you tell if a pepper is male or female? I don't know how do you tell if pepper's male or female. Does he jalapenos? <laughs> it's not bad, is it? Uh, <laughs> exactly, that Tony. Is, exactly. That is not bad. I will. I will tell that to my children. Right. That is an original. That that you're the, only the third person in the wo- fourth person in the world who knows that joke. Okay. Well, right. I copyright that. Yeah. Well, it is. TM. All right, Tony. Was there anything else, or should we should we go to the trailer? Um, yeah, I just phoned just to say that um, I'm sorry you had like road rage off some nutcase tonight. Yeah, yeah, listening nice. listening to all that. These um, things happen. These things happen. It makes me it makes me hate humans. You should get a dash cam. Um, but, well, he well, said that's he... what, that exactly what Kath said. <clears throat> I think mm. I may be giving it all the way to the whole car manufacturers around the world, but. Huh? Every, I've bought a car recently, um, and it has. Um, sorry, are you, are you, <laughs> yeah, are you okay. sober when you drive? Yeah, okay. yeah. I make sure that's okay. Um, well it, has a, it has a camera at the front. It has a camera at each, each angle. <clears throat> it even has a camera with that up your from Google. Well, it could be up your bum, but you know Google. It looks. It I looks know Google. Yeah, you, I think what, I know Google. Are you the Google you, man? Let me Google does it. Google Maps. <laughs> No, I mean Google Maps. It look it looks where your car is to show you how to reverse and oh, all yeah. these different things. All right. I'm, so I'm listen, losing. Listen, 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 I'm listen losing the will to live. Yes, hello. I I think that every pillar on on your car pillar front. You're talking about my bed. right. Well, you, well if you know my Greek house. The, the, what? Well, the, the pillar between the, the windscreen and 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 and. and I and wanted the, to the do a phone in, right? I wanted to do a phone in. 
Um, and I said I'd change it to a different phone-in, right? I wanted to do a phone-in on words you don't hear anymore, okay? And instead, I changed it, I changed it to Famous Robins, right, which we're going to play tonight. Because one, yeah. th- one of the words you didn't hear anymore was Robin Nedwell. Remember Robin okay. Nedwell? No. If you Google Robin Nedwell, yeah, you'll recognise yeah, him. Yeah, rings right? a bell. He yeah. was in all the Doctor series and stuff. Big star in the 70s and the 80s. And I just fell down a Robin Nedwell thing. Anyway, so, one of the, so, many, so now we're going to play Famous Robins a bit later on. But one yeah. of the things... Right, one, I, we can still do this as a phone in words you don't hear anymore, right? And the first one that I came up with was Galleon. No one says Galleon. galleon. No one says Galleon anymore, do they? When was the last time you said, said the word Galleon? Galleon. Mm. It's great. No one says it. But here's another one. By the way, the phones have gone nuts. Are there all these people who want to come to my house? Oh, idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> okay. Um, That's bad. To- another word you don't hear is pillar box. And a pillar mm. box is? Post box. It's a post box. I call yeah. them pillar boxes. I call them pillar boxes. I still say I'm going to draw a bath. But, um, but uh, and then I'm handed a pencil and paper. But no one says pillar boxes. We can do that. Words you don't hear anymore. So far we've got Galleon and pillar box and Robin Nedwell, but he's also in Famous Robins that we're going to play later. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tony, uh, I'm losing the will to live, mate. Thanks very much. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Have you found Robin Nedwell yet? No, I haven't looked. I'm not bothered. Um, what did, right, I've got got to find this on my phone. What does the Met Police Commissioner do? Right. Well, I imagine... It's important. He's not an officer. He's not like those other guys, the, the PCCs, is he? Or is he? Can you Google what what is the responsibility of the Met Police Commissioner? Now, Cressida Dick, she what is she? The head of the the, the Met or the head of the police? Because normally that is that has traditionally been a role that has been fulfilled by a by an by a copper, and she's the first one that isn't a copper. But the 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 poli- Met Police Commissioner, mm. she's the highest ranking police officer in the United Kingdom. Who? The Commissioner of Police for the Metropolis. Well, that, well, that's Cressida Dick. Yes. I want to know the Met Police Commissioner. So she is a police officer. No, 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 no. That's not... Um, the, the This is the act... No, no, no. This is someone different. Ah, maybe he was at the time. Craig Mackey. Who is Sir Craig right. Mackey? Okay. I know where you're driving. Away from a murder. <laughs> I... I I'm slightly confused by this story, and I want to know what his role was. He was the acting chief of the Met, deputy Uh, commissioner. Okay, so he was a copper? Yes. Right, because I'm going to read this story, and I heard this story. My knee-jerk reaction was... Knee-jerk? Knee-jerk reaction. Stay there, everyone. We've got loads of calls. I will come to it. My knee-jerk reaction was, oh, that feels a bit rum. And then I read the story again a few hours later, and I still think, oh, that feels a bit rum. Let me read the story, okay? Um, so this is about the Westminster Bridge attack, and I'm not his name's here, but I'm not going to say it because we don't want to give you know make these people into heroes, okay? Who ran his car into a load of people, killed a copper, and then was shot, okay? And there's an inquest going on as to exactly what happened and what lessons can be learnt. The acting commissioner of the Metropolitan Police stayed in his car as the terrorist murdered an unarmed officer because he had, quote, no protective equipment and inquest as heard. 
Sir Craig Mackey, who is now Deputy Commissioner of Scotland Yard, had been to a meeting with Policing Minister Brandon Lewis and was being driven out of the Palace of Westminster when the carnage unfolded on March 22nd last year. The murderer had uh, the, the terrorist murderer idiot had mowed down pedestrians on Westminster Bridge before crashing his hired car into the perimeter fence near the Houses of Parliament and stabbing unarmed PC Keith Palmer to death. The inquest into his death heard that Sir Craig, then acting Scotland Yard chief, and his colleagues locked the car doors because they had no protective equipment and no radio. So he saw this going on. Acting Scotland Yard chief, he locked the car doors because he had no protective equipment and no radio. The officer told the Old Bailey how he'd heard an abnormally loud bang, which he feared was an explosion, before seeing the, the murdering idiot attack PC Palmer with a butcher's knife. He saw one of his men being attacked with a knife. He locked the doors and stayed in there. I'm trying to tread as carefully as I can. But my knee-jerk reaction is staying with me that this don't feel right. We read on. Asked what his reaction was following the gunshots. So Craig said, first and foremost, I was a police officer, so I went to open the door to get out. One of the PCs quite rightfully said, get out, make safe, go shut the door. Which he did, and it was the right thing to do. That's when I thought, I have got to start putting everything we need in place. We have got no protective equipment, no radio. I have got two colleagues with me who are quite distressed, so we moved out. So the car moved out. So Craig jolt told jurors it was his instinct to get out of the car, but was in a short sleeve shirt with no equipment following the ministerial meeting. I was conscious, he says, my two colleagues in the car were not police officers. If anyone had got out, the way this idiot was looking, the murderer was looking, I'm, I'm saying that instead of his name, anyone who got in his way would have been a target, he said. I think anyone who came up against that individual would have faced serious, serious injury, if not death. So Craig added, there was quite a lot of confusion about what was going on. Clearly, the way that man came in and the purposeful way he came in was clearly a threat. Too clearly. The senior officer saw the constable suffer two determined stab wounds and said, I could see PC Palmer moving backwards and him going down. So Craig, who retires in December, went on, The attacker had one of those looks where, if they get you in that look, they would be after you. He seemed absolutely focused on getting further down and attacking anyone who was in a way in his way. He told the jury, the thing that still shakes me about the attack is that it was 80 plus seconds in total. It didn't feel like that. It felt like an incredibly long time. The murdering idiot killed four people on the bridge. Uh, American tourist Kurt Cochran, uh, ret uh, 54, retired window cleaner Leslie Rhodes. These are the names we should know, 75. Aisha Freyd, 44, and Romanian tourist Andrea Christia, 31, and seriously injured 29 others. Um... Um, right. Listen, I've not been in that situation. Who knows how you're going to react in that situation. But you're the head of the police. And you see one of your men or women, women being stabbed. And you lock the doors and tell your driver to drive on. It's really hard because I don't want to call this guy out unnecessarily. He's never going to forgive himself. No. I'd love to get your thoughts on this, dear listener. 0344 We've got loads of calls now. We'll come to you. I promise, I promise. But I'd like to get your thoughts on this. <clears throat> because my initial reaction... My initial reaction and my sustaining reaction is... He should have got out and set an example to his, to his team. 
But no one knows what they would do. No, no one does. Also, but he's... He, but, but, but we know... Sorry to interrupt, but we, the, the other bridge attack, we know there were coppers that were chasing people that they thought had suicide vests on. I know. And there was one copper that, if I remember correctly, didn't have a gun and was whacking him with his stick. But I bet those guys can't believe what they did either. No, of course not. But they're way down the, the chain. They're getting paid pennies compared to this guy who has been through the force... And he saw a bloke getting... He saw, he saw a police officer getting stabbed. Yeah. And he locked the doors and drove on. And I get the thing about, you know... And he's a big lad. He's out of shape. He's he's 56. He's 56. He was with two unarmed non-police officers. But I, I feel like I want to say he should have... He should have got out, then told them to lock the doors and said, drive on. And he should have... He should have... I hate using the word should. I'm, I'll try not to. Uh, I can't. I've got to do it with the word should, but I can't think of a word. He should have got out and run towards that bloke and set an example of what coppers can do. What he's that he's the head of the police, and he saw one of his own getting stabbed, which I'm sure is gonna is horrific, and I'm sure is gonna haunt him forever. And um, that eyewitness account, his statement there reads like this sounds harsh. Reads to me like a coward. I'm sure he's not. And that's the point of the stories in the press today. And I'm sure he's not. And I'm sure he's done amazing things that I would not even, could not even begin to imagine in his career. But that's how it reads. Am I being... And I know we don't normally do stuff like this, dear listener, but I just heard it in the radio and it just, oh, it made me prick my ears. And when I came in, I looked it up and it made me prick... Am I being totally callous and cold? What do you think, Kath? No, because I think that's the purpose of the story that's been put, put about. But I also know that None of us know how we, re- we would react in that situation. No, of course And not. all it takes is for one person to say, no, no, don't do it. And it feels at the time like, a, all right, someone else has made the call. I get how that can happen. But then again, I'm not a trained police officer. And like you say, you know, there have been acts of huge heroism, unarmed mm. police officers, you know, people running into, you know, the um, <laughs> aftermath of the um, Manchester Arena bombing. Who, yeah, who yeah. You don't know what you're going to do until you're in it. He's never going to forgive himself. I would love to get your could thoughts he have, on Could that. he have stopped it? Who knows? No, he couldn't have stopped it. The guy was had been stabbed. But I don't know. It, it just... It doesn't sit right that the head of the police locked the doors and drove away. You know. Yeah, mm. I, I agree with that. I agree but I don't, that. I don't want to unnecessarily call a guy out, which I guess is what I'm doing. God, I'm such a... I'm such a liberal snowflake cuck. If I was an idiot like James Whale... I could just come on and go, this is disgusting. This guy's a coward and he's got no balls. Well, I'm sure his balls are huge. And because I'm a liberal snowflake cuck, I can't just come on and go, this guy's a coward. I'm weighing everything up, the pros and cons, and I'm, maybe I'm treading too carefully. I don't know. I've also been in situations where things have got shocking very quickly and frozen. And I am sorry for that, Catherine. I just, my belt was loose. I told you. No, stop it. But it's, um, you don't know how you're going to react. I've also been in situations where someone's, someone's pissed me off and I found myself going at them. Yeah. Um, and not, and then afterwards you realise, my God, that was so dangerous. But you're not the head of the police. I mean, that's significantly different. No, but also he was with all the people who stopped him by the sounds of things. He's the head of the police. I know. That's the thing I keep going back to. I know. Head of the police. But he'll also be aware of situations where he, where he could have made it worse for his colleagues. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Right, we've got a load of calls of people I've now got to try and tell them they're not actually coming to my house. <laughs> 
Um, this is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We've talked about the, the um, head of the police and what happened there. Uh, words you don't hear anymore. We're doing famous robins after uh, 11. Uh, Catherine, pick a line between one and eight, please. Three. Okie dokie. Julie! Hello. I made fudge this weekend. And by the way, to the 362 people that replied to my tweet about that, um, <laughs> saying um, that they would ha- like to help me pack it. Oh. Grow up. <laughs> Grow the F up. Hey, Sam, do you like fudge? Do you want to try my fudge? Turn your microphone it's on. It's delicious. Honey. Turn your microphone on. My boys made it. It's clean. I made sure all hands are clean. All hands are clean. This is actual... Now, it's, it's big. Take, a, oh, take wow. whatever you want. It's, it's, they're big uh, chunks. It's quite, that it's quite much. It's very sweet. I mean, there's a hair in it, but it's well nice. Shut up, man! <laughs> How dare you? That's libelous! That could get my fudge factory closed down. That could get my fudge factory closed down. <laughs> <laughs> made fudge! Me and the boys made fudge! It was a, you haven't made fudge, Julie? Um, no, I haven't. I'll tell you the ingredients. <laughs> this, these are the actual ingredients, right? A big bag of sugar... Yeah. A block of butter. Thank you. Now Sam says that was well nice. Off microphone. On microphone, he's, he's rude. That, he that's the culture we live in. It's the culture it's we live millennial, in. Millennial, isn't it? Um, uh, it's, it's a big bag of sugar. It's a kilogram of sugar. It's a block of butter. A dash of vanilla essence. Ooh, and um, two bar. Well, we put in two bars of the Milky Bar Kid. The big bars. The, sorry, what? The Milky Bar Kid. We put in two bars of him. It's made. Ooh. It's made from the Milky Bar Kid's juice. Oh no! Uh, that's why it's so pure, <laughs> so pure and white and delicious and Moorish. And, and you put and you've got to get it to 112 degrees. Lot of stirring, little bit of burning going on. Thermometer. That we had a, a, a thermometer. Um, it was great. And that's it. You mix it. You, you mix all this stuff in a pan. You oh, and a tin of condensed milk. That was it. Tin of condensed milk. You mix mm. it up. You get it to 112 degrees. You pour it over the chocolate. The chocolate melts because it's so hot. You stir it up. You put it in a tray. An hour later, you got fudge. You got oh, fudge. lovely! I've always fancied trying to make honeycomb. Oh yeah. Whoa. You know it's kind of it's all bubbly, but I've got no idea how to do it. And it, you know, you think is it going to be worth the effort? Oh. So um, maybe you could try that next um, recipe. That that would be well, my recipe. Let's not run before we can walk. No, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> All these. It turns out cooking is easy. Right? <laughs> All it is is following instructions yes. written down by a boring nerd. That's all you've got to do. It some is. really boring I'm not dullard. Following instructions. Oh, some boring dullard has written down things you need to buy and what you need to do with those mm. things to buy. Mm. And you read because it because it's who's the boring dullard in question? Well, anyone who's written a cookery book. Now, Catherine is getting, getting offended, Julie, because my moving in present to my house was yeah. she hand-wrote down all of her favourite recipes. All my that, greatest hits, Julie. Well, all the greatest oh, hits. Ca- well, that would be lovely. Yeah, it would be lovely. Can I just say, though, that she copied out of other people's books? Yeah, of course I did. So that's actually infringement of copyright. No, but it saved you about 100 quid in books. Okay, so you stole them from the, the big, fat, hairy <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I think that's their name. So she's, she basically gave me um, a copyrighted material that she pirated as a moving oh, I, think, she, I, thought it, I thought it was going to be like family recipes, like I've got one that I was well, hang on, Julie. to me from my nan or stuff like that. Hang but. on, Julie, let me ask. Are you related mm. to the Big Fat Hairy Bikers? Uh, not that I know of. It's not family recipes, no. Delia Smith, however. <laughs> you look a bit Delia. Oh. You don't? Well, well, no, Delia was hot back in the day. 
she was nicely uh, rescued. <laughs> um, so, but I made fudge. And it was great. I cooked a boys dinner. I made lamb casserole for Tajine. dinner. Uh, um, that's the Harry Bikers. That's my eldest boy's name, and I told you not to mention my boy's <laughs> names on the radio, so that's out of order. <laughs> Uh, 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 tagine and brulee. Um, posh. Very posh. They might be coming in next week, guys, so just, you know, d- d- watch your P's and Q's. Oh, God, it's going to get very farty. Um, but so, so it, was, it was a cooking, it was a good old cooking weekend, Julie. Lots, a lot of cooking going on. Oh, lovely. There we go. Back to tradition. Talking of tradition, I've got a couple of words that you don't hear anymore. Here we go. Words you don't hear anymore. So far, we've got Galleon, we've got Robin oh. Nedwell... And we've got another uh, one I forgot. I'm, I would like to say two words, and they are both some um, ex- exclamations. The first one would be blige. Would be what? Blige. Blige. Blige? Blige. Yeah. Uh, Mary J. Yes. Oh, blige. And the other one is, oh, lummy. No, hang right. on a minute. Hang on a minute. Blige? Lummy. Hang on a minute. Right. Is, is that just me? Oh, my God, is it just the family? Thing? Blige. What's blige? Yeah. Blige. As in oh, oblige. To oblige. oblige. To oblige someone? No, well, yes, but no, as in oh. oblige. As in, oh, God, I didn't, I didn't look it up or anything. Well, give, us a, give, us a, give us it in context. Like, like, act out a whole scene and then at some point drop blige in. Okay, okay. so it would be... Um, 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 I've, <laughs> I've got a case full of spiders and I've left the door open. I say, oh, blige, they've all run away. So I'll blind. It's like I'll blimey. Oh, here we go. It's a Bristolian what? form of the expletive blimey. Oh, I'm not going to allow that on a list of words you don't hear anymore because no one's oh, ever heard that ever. <laughs> no one's ever heard that. Have you got family from Br- Bristol then? No. Oh mm. God, that's puzzled me a bit. And the other one is, um, you know, when you tell a joke or in comic books, yeah. you used to say get it. With two G E D D I T. Get it. Get it, yeah, yeah. All right. Julie, well you're gonna get it. And by that I'll by that I mean I'll be up for a second. Right, I mean you've been cut off you, we can't I couldn't hear that. <laughs> Pick another line between uh, one and eight. Hmm. Hmm. Five. Okay, say hello to Andy. Hello, hello, hello Andy. sir, how are you? Oh it's Andy. Aye. <laughs> it's keen, That's not a common response. It's keen Andy. <laughs> Stand oh. by your bunks, everyone. What? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Ely. Can I come to your house on that Saturday night, please? No, of course you can't. Oh, why? No, no gays allowed! I <laughs> can't stand the gays! You know that! I mean, I know, I know where you live anyway, because I hide in the bush and watch you, you know? No, it's not because no gays are allowed. No gays are allowed, not because I hate them. It's because I love them so much that if, if I have a gay in the house, then everybody else is going to be ignored, because we're going be, to be at it. Oh. Do you know the thing is? I'd, I'd be rubbing that glass, and it'd be moving around like nobody's business. <sighs> No, here's the thing, right? I don't want any of you lot to come to my house. You can't, you can't, you're going to come down from, here's the thing. You're going to come down from Sheffield for a seance, and that means you're going to have to stay there the night. Yeah. No, this, this, this cannot, this cannot be. Why? Come on. There's got to be. We can, we can, we can build a blanket for and stay under it all night and tell ghost stories. I haven't built a blanket. Torches looking up at us faces and all that kind of stuff. Something about the willies. Ah, uh, oh, Catherine, it's got to. You, you know, that's actually homophobic. I'm not. She's filthy, isn't she? I'm not. She's, she's fil- no, but, pure filth. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> she's the plus in LGBTQ plus. That's what I'd heard. That's that what is I'd what I'd heard. heard. She's the little bonus, the Brucey bonus. Yeah, a... um, uh, he said bonus. The answer to your question, Andy, is no. No. Okay. Um, There's an audible disappointment there. Yeah, I know. He's, he's, he, he creeps me out. 
He he's, loves he's, you. He's too keen. Um, I Solly. Hello. Hello, I Solly. Hello, Ian and Kath. It's I Solly from the Posse. Oh, that guy. Yeah, me. Yeah. Um, I was I, I was calling in to get, get an invite to your house. I Come on, man! You house. know, I actually genuinely thought I was going to invite people to my house. No, when you said yes to Tony, I was like, you're not going to invite Tony. Okay, it's not going to happen, man. <laughs> But I tell, you what, I tell you what is going to happen, right? Oh, yeah. I bought to, to I bought, I've not been streaming my video games recently. Oh, yeah. So I bought, I bought two new, two new, two new compilations to stream, right? Oh. First one, Sega Mega Drive Classics. Has cool. it got Sonic on there? Um, let me look at itself better. So. Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. Sonic 3D Blast and Sonic Spinball. Terrible. Virtua Fighter 2. Wonder Boy in Monster World. Comic Zone. Comic Zone's a great game. Way too hard for me. Yeah, that's because you're not very good at games. I'm brilliant. <laughs> so I've got that. That was that was £28 in sex, and that feels like a rip-off. But I tell you the okay. biggest rip-off from sex, right? right. And I'm going to stream this, and we're all going to die of boredom. Atari oh. Flashback Classics Volume 2. Right? I really wanted that as well. It's 12 quid, mate, right? Volume 2. 12 yeah. quid, second-hand. And it's got 50 games on, loaded with 50 games from Atari's massive library of arcade and home console hits, right? So here's the thing. There's volume one, there's volume two. You could fit 500 of these games, 1,000 of these games, yeah. on one disc. I and think they've got a volume three now as well. Oh, it's a, and it's 12 quid for it second hand, and you think, like, these games are rubbish. These games... It's got... It's got um, I don't even know. There's, there's one where it's like a block picture of a cowboy yeah. shooting a... They're just all blocks, aren't they? They're proper... Just be careful. Wow. Well, you be careful what you're doing with that sound effect. What? The first word... Wow. Yeah, the first wow. word you're spelling wow. W-A-N-K. <laughs> I am not. That's what you're doing. I'm just painting a little picture for the people who are not into yes. video games and we don't were, know about these titles. That's what we were doing in front of them, but there's no need. More of that later, by the way, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, man, it was a scam that nearly got me. Um, but so, got a pitfall? Uh, I, but here's the thing. Here's, here's the con. It doesn't say what's on there. It's got a picture wow. of Missile Command... And a picture of obviously a later machine, and it looks like some kind of um, Qbert clone, but with a slightly different map. And that's it. So it's got fifty games on, and it doesn't say what the fifty games are. Now here's here's the thing: Atari released some great games, but they also released loads and loads and loads and yeah. loads of rubbish. And this is going to have three great games, and the yeah. other forty-seven are going to be pony. Totally. But I'm going to be streaming that. I might stream some when I get home tonight. Otherwise, I'm streaming it tomorrow. So that'll be uh, that'll be worth watching. But, Why don't you do a seance above my uh, in my flat? You could come out of my flat. Well, have you got a uh, night? No, have you got a night vision camera? No. There we go. That, and that's the problem. I need a decent night vision camera. The one I bought was Pony. There's no shortage of ghosts. You understand? It's all about the camera. But also, I don't want you pl- you people in my house. You good you good good folk. Uh, lol, Simon, start, say, stay there. 0344 499 This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Farty Kath on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
344 499 I'm, I'm watching Kath um, furiously. And I, I, listen, I'm not saying this to shame her on air. I'm saying this uh, I hope that she gets professional help. She booked a guest for now. The um, guy called Kieran McGee in New Zealand. He makes this uh, TV show called The Good Shit. And um, she looks like she's got the telephone number wrong. And uh, she's, she's, she's apologising to me through the glass. And um, as she should. As she should, because it's right. Don't need to type me any messages. I can see exactly what's going on there, Sam. I, I'm I'm just sorry. The you have to work like that, Simon. Lol, start. You stay there. We will come to you in a little bit. I just um just want to get this sorted out. Uh, you might remember last week we spoke about this program. Someone sent me a link for a show that we couldn't work out if it was real or not, and then someone um sent me an episode of the show, and I've seen a bit of it. Uh, a show called The Good Shit on New Zealand TV, where um, I think it's four overweight teenage girls um, are given tablets full of um, feces or fecal matter um, in a bold new experiment to see if that is going to help them lose weight. Um, and we were fascinated. We were sniggering. Of course we were sniggering. We're human beings. We're British people. We laugh at poo. It's funny. Kath was laughing the most. I was not. I've got two little boys. Of course I laugh at poo. Here's the other thing. We're both the wrong side of 40 and wondering about how we're ever going to shift this excess weight no. we appear to be carrying, no, right? Uh, but this might be one step too far for us. Well, I would do anything to, to really? lose this bulge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're thrilled to say that it's a real programme uh, and it's on New Zealand TV and we've got the producer, we've got Kieran McGee. Good evening, Kieran. Hello, hi. How are you doing? Th- listen, thank you so much for coming on. Tell us about this programme and how it all came about. It sounds insane, but oh, oh, I saw a bit of it. It looks brilliant. How did it happen? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we're really proud of it. Um, well, it's, uh, we were making a previous show about uh, fat and, uh, you know, uh, the crisis in New Zealand at the moment. And we were speaking to the head of the Ligons, Wayne Cutfield, and he told us about this, this study that he was just kicking off to use faecal transplants to treat obesity in adolescence. And we thought, oh, that sounds like a bit of a pearl. <laughs> and the Ligons were amazing. They gave us uh, access to follow the entire study. So not only do we uh, explore the science of faecal transplants, but we also follow the process of how a rigorous scientific study works. And we follow four adolescent girls who who are kind of going through the trials and yeah. tribulations of obesity. Um, so what, it's so what, exciting. What exactly is it? When you say faecal transplant, explain, because yes. you don't just scoop up a poo from the toilet and feed it to them, do you? <laughs> no, no. We go, it goes through a process. So uh, traditionally faecal transplants um, can be uh, uh, done... Uh, up the backside, um, but one of the pro- one of the key kind of things that they worked out with this study was that if you process the poo uh, and that's taking it from uh, we film it from a donor doing a poo to the actual capsule, but it goes through a process so that all that's left is the microbiome, and then the girls take those capsules and they've got to take quite a few of them they've got to take 29 um which is 
over two days, which is kind of a bit right. arduous for the girls. Oh, <laughs> so, so this, I, I don't know how, how much you know, and I know you're not one of the doctors that does this, but so the process that it goes through, because I would imagine, you know, you eat someone else's, you digest or ingest someone else's faecal matter, that's not going to be good for you. So what, how, do, how, do they, uh, how do they clean the poo? <laughs> yeah, number one, no one should just be going around eating up people's poo. Um, number two. The process... <laughs> Come on! Come on, you set that up for me, Kira. Come on. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> no, the the amount of poo jokes that we've gone through oh, I'm there. Uh, are hilarious. Um, yeah, so the, to make the crapsules, uh, it, it goes through... Did you well, say... Did you, did you say, say crapsules? Crapsules. crapsules. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love it. Go on. Uh, you, it involves a whole lot of just kitchenware from Kmart. Um, <laughs> they use an ice cream scoop and oh. like a, a sieve to kind of because you want to get out all the fibre. So we actually kind of film and you can see the bits of carrot and you can see oh. that the person's eating quinoa. And, Red and currant, like by the way, I discovered today have a similar effect. I thought I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's... um, it, And in episode two, we go into uh, birth. So uh, even though we've filmed every aspect of a poo, we then film a home birth and that is very um, visceral. Yeah. As well, yeah. um, but in but in F one, um, yeah, it, it goes through a process of of uh, like just getting rid of all the fibre and all the bits, so that all that's left is is the good stuff <laughs> that will hopefully hopefully uh, trans poo into. <sighs> Uh, a diversity of, of microbiome now, in the girl's gut. I'd never heard of this science before, and then so loads of people have sent me like links and, and things saying, oh, no, actually, this, this science has been around for, for quite a long time. And someone sent me a thing saying that if... that they tried this somewhere, and, and it depends on the person who is donating the poo, and that they did it once with... and the person donating the poo was actually obese, and the, 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 the subjects put on weight. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a famous anecdote. Um, so it was a, a woman who was suffering from C. difficile, which is a horrible kind of diarrhea disease. Yeah. Uh, and the and the key treatment for that is uh, a fecal transplant. And so they got a donation from her daughter, who's always had a weight problem. And then after the the treatment was successful the the woman who'd never had a weight problem before uh suddenly put on a lot of weight so they thought hmm, there's something in this and that's kind of kicked off a whole lot of okay. research into alternative uses for fecal transplants i love my but, I, mean, I love my mum a lot right and i would give her a kidney i would give blood <laughs> I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could give her a stool. I don't. Think, oh, you could. I don't think I could. I couldn't look her in the eye again. There's something <laughs> about what if it. She, would you? Would you accept it if she gave you a stool? From my mum. I don't know. I'm getting all embarrassed. She, she gave you life. I was going to say she's given you worse. <laughs> she gave me life. Um, okay, so so right. Episode only episode one has gone out in New Zealand. Is that right? 
Uh, that's right. Tomorrow night is episode. Oh, tonight actually is episode two. How, so did, how did the first series? How did the first episode do? I, 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 listen, we, of course we laughed about it. That's what we're going to do. But then we kind of wanted to look into it a bit more. And I'm so grateful you came on. And I'm guessing that was kind of the same over there. But but did, did people watch it? Did people enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually it, it's gone really well. And and what's wonderful is that so many people are talking about it. Yeah. Um, which is which is kind of what we wanted to do is is show that uh, like obesity isn't just uh, a disease about you know people who eat too much and don't exercise. It's a lot more complex disease than that. And so what this is starting to do is is create a conversation around obesity and and how complex it is and and ways that we can solve this this problem, because it's a massive problem in New Zealand. Well, you say it's a massive problem. I was in New Zealand uh, last year, and I, I loved it. And my sister lived there for a few years, and I went over and visited her, and, you know, there were big people, there were slim But it, it seems to be that obesity is a problem everywhere now. You know, every, we're talking about it in this country, the obesity crisis. Uh, and, and America obviously has had it for years. Yeah, on, I have a lot of friends in yeah. Spain and whenever I used to go over there, you go on the beach and everyone would be sickeningly gorgeous and they live this kind of Mediterranean lifestyle that we're all supposed to aspire to. But in the last 10 years or so, I'd say, you know, it's more difficult to tell who's who the english because it used to be the brit kids used to be bigger right and you get all these little um, racing snakes the spanish kids but i don't know whether it's to do with the fact that you know that their food that their um economy's gone through the floor and they're just filling the kids up with crap you know crappy food but they seem to be getting bigger too the spanish kids and that never happened before yeah, I mean, there there is a, a, a whole lot of science behind it, which I'm definitely not the person to talk to no. um, about that. But, I mean, uh, just in, in the kind of anecdotal, it's the rise in junk food and, and the accessibility of junk food is a major problem in in all, uh, you know, Western countries. And, and now it's spreading to uh, the Asian countries. And yeah. I, I just read something the other day about India's now having a problem with it. And yeah. What's that? Um, this is slightly off, to, uh, off topic. What's that amazing ice cream that you guys have over there? It's like the most common yeah. flavour of ice cream. Oh, hokey pokey. Hokey pokey. Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, I went and visited my niece and nephew, who I guess would have been 12 and 9 at the time. And we went out shopping. And I said, Come on, guys, I'll get you an ice cream. They said, Yeah, some hokey pokies. But what? And it's, it's this, what is in it? It's incredible. It's it's got honeycomb in it, like it's it's. I mean, it's extraordinary. It's, it's so amazing. yummy. Um, yeah, next time you come to New Zealand, you got to just you know just get into that stuff. Obviously, not too much because no. we're talking about obesity here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but there is a crap seal for that. So. <laughs> um, yeah. I, 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 listen, I'm guessing you're not gonna you're not gonna reveal the end, even though we can't see the show over here. But but you know, thumbs up or thumbs down. How the, how are the young women? And oh, you're I right. We see you lots that. of. We, we, you know, you, you see the emotional journey, and you know it's never pleasant seeing young women unhappy with their bodies, and they obviously get very emotional. Can you give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Just give us a hint as to how it's worked out for them. Uh, I, I no, because oh. I will get in so much trouble if I spoil the ending. Um, like, you don't want to read the last page of the book, do you? We don't get the series over here. I'm having to be <laughs> but sent you it. Might. In, well, oh, uh, oh, is that a possibility? You know, do you think? if enough people talk about it. All right, yeah, brilliant. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll start a conversation over there, and and we'll be able to show it over 
all over the place. Well, listen, if you if you do find out that, that, that it's getting shown over here, Kieran, then you must come on and um, uh, and plug the hell out of it, because I, I, we'd love to talk about it. I would love it. to. Nice one. <laughs> hey, listen, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. And um, Yeah, thanks for not just going through the motions. Oh, Catherine Boyle! <laughs> Kieran, thank you so much. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> bye, Kieran. Nice to talk to you, bye. Thank you, bye. There you go. What a nice person. That was lovely. Get out of it, Boyle. <laughs> go and say goodbye to our guest in a polite and respectful manner. Someone who's created something. Um, the programme's called The Good Shit. Uh, it's not on British TV, but I know we've got some listeners in New Zealand. You might, you, you might enjoy it. And there are ways to get all of these kind of things. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Just telling Kath, um, Simon, Lowell and Star, I promise I'm going to come to you, you've been very patient that uh, my eldest was doing an impression of me today and I'd not seen him do it before and he does this he does the face apparently mm-hmm. I do a face because I did a face when I was talking to my youngest and my youngest who'd been quite sad burst into laughter and went ah you're doing that face went, oh god it's clearly a thing they so do so I'm doing that what and he goes yeah that face and then my oldest started, pulled the face and started going well um you know uh, the thing is, um, actually, um, what I'm trying to say, and he started doing an impression of me as like a stammering Hugh Grant. Now you're saying that your kids... They do an impression they, of me, cause yeah. Because they've not got Manchester accents, have no, they? No, they're quite posh. Apart from the odd words. Um, they no, say bath. Before they went to school, they would say bath and oh, pass. Right. To me, but to my husband, they would always say bath and pass. It was a weird they'd thing. They'd say it normally to your husband. Right, OK. Well, they say um, wrong to him, yeah. But, but now they do impressions of you. Yeah, they do. They'll do a thing, you know. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they do the arms. <laughs> they do the arms. Oh, you know. Apparently, I do arms, but I think I do use my hands quite <laughs> a lot. Sounds laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do use my hands quite a lot. Isn't it's I? funny. I'll, I'll, I'll film him doing <laughs> it and bring it in. Um, oh three. Oh, and my youngest wrote a song which I wish I'd taped. Um, and it's all about um, if you see a bee, run away. If you see a wasp, ignore it. If you see a fly, kill it. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, that, good that advice. Uh, pick four, seven, or eight. Uh, eight. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. How are we? Good, thank you. Your patience is appreciated. Busy old night on the phones tonight, which is unusual for a Monday. And to be honest, over the last couple of weeks, is unusual for this show. Oh well, I'm always here. Un- up with you. Well, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's to one side. No. What you got for us, Si? Um, so a couple of things. First of all. I would like to offer my services to come to the seance. Okay, I think... but only on condition yeah. that I can bring Rainbow George and Ken with me. No, they're not. I'm not. I'm not having those fruit cakes in my house. George can come to my house. Ken's not coming. Yeah, and that yeah. was that. This um, thing about the, the the policeman. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Have you ever been in a supermarket and yes. there's one person working? Yeah, there's one person working on the checkout. Yeah. And there's a queue out the door, and a manager comes along and sees what's going on. And rather than jump on the the, uh, the checkout next to the the checkout person and get the queue done, he spends quarter of an hour running around trying to find another member of staff to get on the checkout. I have seen that, and I, I've al- I've also seen I've also seen managers when I worked in supermarkets. Sorry, Kath, you're right. Um, I've seen managers get on the till, but yes, I've also seen the same thing. The thing you describe, yes. Yeah, so I think that guy in a former or in a different life would have been a brilliant uh, manager of a supermarket. But, but when you're but get, gathering staff to go and work on the till is not the same as a, approaching a jihadi nut job. 
Maybe it doesn't matter what job you do. In, in my in my mind, no matter what job you do, if you're the boss, you lead by example, and that's the bottom line. I think. Do you know what? I think that's the slightly hackneyed cliche phrase I was searching for, um, because I, I I think I agree. I think I agree, and I, I don't. What about, yeah. What about this? This is like you know all these managers and bosses that, that have ever said to a, a member of staff. I will never ask you to do anything I wouldn't do myself. Mm. And at the end of the day, that's what he gets paid oh, for. Oh, maybe. Hang on. Maybe. maybe. And Because we, we've only got the selected highlights from his testimony. Maybe he, he, he saw the situation, assessed it, calculated all of the risks, and realised, actually, he could do more good elsewhere. Maybe. Maybe. Here's well, the thing. Can I, suge- can I make a suggestion? And I'm not saying this is right or wrong. No, but here's the thing. He's the second in command. We don't know where the commissioner was that day, whether they were in town at all. If London is under siege, if this is an isolated part of a bigger attack, who's going to lead? Who's going to tell everyone what to do if he gets stabbed? Well, the head of the Church of England, the Queen. That's what she's going to do. She's going to pray for for our God to smite them. She's going to do something? I like the Queen. I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. But I do like the Queen. I don't like... Um, hey, right, so one of... Um, and I quite like Sarah Ferguson, right? And I quite like... I, I don't really care about the royal family. But one of her girls is getting married. And we're paying two... The, the, we, the taxpayer... I'm telling you, right, old Nick Ferrari. But we're paying, like, two million quid yeah. towards it. Yeah. That I, I, I didn't know that. I, 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 that why? I know I wouldn't know them if I fell over them. Oh, if they the weren't eyes, wearing those hats. The eyes and the hats. They're, I mean, they're just they're just rich kids. They're rich. They're rich kids. But you know, the, 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 well, I suppose they are the Queen's grandchildren. But 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 they shouldn't be getting too. That, they shouldn't. And that, that's no. that's an obvious you know phoning dog whistle. But they shouldn't be getting two million quid and, for their wedding. And, and do you know what? Right. Here's the thing. I couldn't get a doctor's appointment the other day. I've got to wait three weeks. Right, well, there's no right, money in the NHS. A different, different pot, mate. But um, it's from a different pot. Well, but also, here's, here's another here's another sensible, um, rather than dog whistle, argument. Yeah. You know Prince Charles is going to be there? Yeah. Right, so that's the heir to the throne. That's yeah. why it's £2 million. Pounds. Well, he's got, he's got money, though, hasn't he? Well, hang on. The two million pounds is to protect Prince Charles. It will be to protect him, and I'm imagining William will be there. They'll all be under one roof. It's the two million pounds is to protect them. We, what is the two million pounds being spent on? That and no, like... whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, 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 don't fob me off with. Don't fob me off. They'll probably have like. Um, Come on. Like a chocolate a re- fountain and a, a really disco. Good DJ, yeah. <laughs> don't fob me off with, with. Now listen, I'm not. Come on. Two million to snip in it if you can have prince come, uh, princes there. You know, prince up to the max. I am better than that, and you know it. You can't just make up statistics like that, like you've just done, and get away with it. Oh, watch me. You know you said that they're on the one roof, Cass. Mm. Sounds like a really crappy version of Toys R Us. And I'm at that. I'm going. I don't get it. What did he say? I didn't get it. Sounds it. like a crappy version of Toys R Us. Oh, there's millions, says Jeffrey, all under one roof. It's called Toys R Us, Toys R Us, Toys R Us! Uh, four or seven? Yeah. OK, let's go to Lol. Hello. Hey, Lol. You're going to be happy. Kath's about to give you some good news, and hopefully you'll shut up. OK. I haven't 
in my hands an envelope because I put it in the post, but it is winging its way to County Antrim, and you will have some homework to do. Ooh. There you go. There's That's a happy the woman. One. Now That's stop phoning us! <laughs> stop ringing us! And uh, and and this today, I've I have it, spoken to people via email about me and Kath coming back to to good old Belfast. Have you? Because you haven't spoken to me. I've not that. spoken to Catherine about it, but I've spoken to some people who may be able to help us in going back to good old Belfast in Northern Ireland, uh-huh. London Derry, London Derry. No, it's not the same place, and please do not mix those up. In London Derry in Belfast in Northern Ireland after the troubles. <laughs> Oh, God. So, hopefully, that will be happening at some point. Brilliant. Well, let's I just Let's just say, anything. let's just say, let's just say, when we get back, there's going to be some real troubles. No, stop it. That's not funny. <laughs> well, listen, I've got two things that I want to speak to you about. <laughs> I've, shocked, okay. I've shocked I'll... myself. You should shock yourself. <laughs> Remember our taxi driver took us to the airport, <laughs> what he'd gone through? <laughs> he'd actually been shot. I don't think they're ready to joke about oh. it yet. And that's their problem. Anyway, yes, I'm, I'm joking. Yes. We liked it. Yes, not, Come on, Mel. Let's not open with that when we go. Come on, Mel. Yeah, two things that uh, I want to talk to you about very briefly. Yeah. Um, words that you don't hear anymore. Here we go. There we go. So far, we've got Galleon, Robin Nedwell. I'm not... What was it? Nodzy? What did that lady say? Julie say? Nodzy. Blige. Blige. I'll put, I'll put, I'll, I'm going to put... I'll put Blige. I don't really care. Yes? Right, well, now, this may be different because, you know, it's Northern Ireland, yeah. but yes. pantry. Sorry? A pantry. Oh, yeah, but look, shut up, man. We have pantries. What are you talking I about? I don't have pantry. Posh no, people have them. not now. I'm saying we had pantries. The pantry was just a cupboard in the bit of the house that was cool mm. b- before refrigerators. Um, well. Pantry. Yeah, um, I'm having a pantry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've, got terrible, right. I've got terrible, terrible wind, Catherine. I'm so sorry. I've, uh, it's all the fudge. Um, I've two more words, and I'm hoping that this uh, next word won't offend anybody because it's not meant to in any way, shape, or form. If it's the P word, then yeah, it will. No, it's not P word. Um, It's gay, and it's meant as in happy, cheerful. No, I'm not allowing that because we still hear. But it's words you don't hear. We still hear gay. It just means something different to the majority of people. So we still hear gay. People still say gay abandoned, don't they? You know, you don't hear it in its original form. It means something else now. Yeah, it means uh, it, it means um, uh, having a great time with the fellas. Um, yeah, but no, you still All hear... The ladies. You All hear... the ladies. Oh, well, some, some ladies don't... Some gay ladies, some lesbians don't like being called gay. That's a fact. No, that's fair point. If you're a lesbian no, no, and you're listening point, yeah. and you're on my side, give us a call. And if you're a lesbian <laughs> and you're not on my side, don't bother. You're so woke. Go and hang out with your gay mates. Um, but you, <laughs> well, still hear the word, you still hear the word gay, so that is not going on the list. Okay. Um, right. The next one is scullery. Sorry? Scullery. Scullery. So you're basically just, just describing an old... olden, The olden days. The olden days. <laughs> Lol, it, they're on the list. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Star. Good evening, Star. Hello. Hello, Star. What have you got for us tonight? Uh, three things. Yeah. First off, it's not Ouija, it's Ouija. Well, it's pronounced Ouija, but yes, next point. No, it's it's Ouija, honestly. And well, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. Just, 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 just saying the word honestly at the end of something doesn't make it 
factually correct. Well, trust if me. If you ask Google or Siri to pronounce it, it is pronounced Ouija. Right. Okay. But, but that was originally called Spirit Boards. Right. Okay. But it's but but most people pronounce it Ouija. It's evolution of yeah, language. Also, they do, also, 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 don't really matter, does it? Hang on a minute. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Let's 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 find out. That's going to be the first um, communication from the spirits. You're saying it wrong. Here we go. Can we turn the computer on, please, Sam? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ouija board. Right, that's, a, that's a robot saying it. That doesn't count. Let me find Ouija it. board. That's, a, that's an American robot, so that doesn't count. So try, that's... try this one. Uh, Ouija board. Ouija board. Ouija. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. I choose to say I choose to say Ouija, so kiss my chubby. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's just a bit of wood that can't do anything. Tell me about it, story of my life. Um, the other thing is as well, to with that thing, is basically there's a film on Netflix called Ouija. Yeah, and it's crap. Oh, did you think it was crap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I saw it, but... <laughs> I saw the I saw the, the still for I, I, it. I enjoyed it. I mean, hang, it wasn't on. Especially hang on, scary hang on, or... hang on. Button it, button it. Here we go. This 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 one will be on my side. Ouija board. That was you. Here we go. Here we go. This one. This one. This one. This one. Here we go. Here we go. Ouija board. Yeah. Okay. Ouija right. board. Ouija board. <laughs> Ouija board. Yeah, but that also, but we, that, that, you know that, that Ouija film on Netflix, it's not a documentary. No, I know it's not. Okay, all right, fine. And point number three? Um, words that you don't really hear very often. Oh, we go, yes. Ouija. Shenanigans. No, I would say you hear shenanigans quite a lot. I use it quite a lot to my children. Yeah, my boys are always getting up to shenanigans. Mm-hmm. What's going on up here? Shenanigans? Yeah. I, it is an old word. What are we? I don't really care about the history of words, but I do wonder where shenanigans It sounds came Irish. Let's try. Don't Google it. Look at you. Why not? You're such a millennial. Because um, I, instead, of, instead of using my neural pathways... Instead of making it up, I'm going to find out. No, no. We, let's try and work it out. <laughs> let's try and work it out. What are you Googling it for? How do you know I'm Googling it? <laughs> you suddenly started looking at your computer and you're typing. I'm just, maybe I'm just doing shenanigans. You're no fun anymore. I was never fun. <laughs> All right, start. We're not allowing that, but thanks for your call. Oh, she's disgusted. Good, as she should be. 03444991000. This is the late night alternative full of shenanigans. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, it's time to crack open a game of Famous Robins. So far, we've got. Um, so, Famous Robins. Nedwell. Did you Google Nedwell? No, still not bothered. You should. You get your Google shenanigans. Yeah, because that's re- relative to my life. Well, Nedwell is le- ne- relative to my life. Okay, well... Big star. Big star Robin Nedwell. One of the biggest, and no one remembers him. Um, so, Famous Robins. We've got Nedwell. Mm-hmm. Not... Robin Nedwell. Can I, can We've I submit got, one? N- not yet, because I want to do the ones I've got. Okay. All right, well, let's play, let's play Robin Poker. Nedwell. Asquith. Reliant. Oh, I see. We're playing that game. Are famous we? Robins. Yeah, we're playing that. We're playing the game of Famous Robins. Correct. Redbreast. Hood. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that one too. Rockin. Oh, cheat. No, no, it's just Scott. Or were you just having an idea? My mate Scott, who's now bottling out of uh, 
um, coming to this thing. Oh, um, watch him, an, oh, watch him uh, think of one now. Sir Day. Oh, oh. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to come and sit at the table, Gib. Ooh. My ribs. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's fine. That's, that's a bit of fun. Um, Robin. Robin. Throbbing Robin. Was that a man? Robin. Robin. Redbreast was a cheat, by the way. Well, so was flipping uh, the other one you did. Reliant was not. Yes, it was. Uh, well, it was not. Yeah. Because Robin Redbreast is a nickname. It's not an actual bird. It's like, hey, I'm Robin. I'm, you may have heard of me. I'm, I'm Robin Redbreast. Robin Redbreast. Um, Robin, if you're typing on my screen, Sam, it's not come up. Please don't cheat. Robin, well, close your computer then. I'm not. I wouldn't cheat anyway. I could have my computer open. I am honestly the most uncheaty person. And the crap thrower. I hit you though, that mm. massive melon. You, you hit my headphones. You didn't hit me. Robin, is there a man called Robin O'Leary? Probably, but he's not famous. <laughs> All right, Robin Smith. There's probably a Robin Smith. Hang on a minute. Let me just. Oh, uh, I've got one. Yeah. Robin the pop singer. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, go yeah. on, go on, line one. Hello. Yes, go on. Oh. uh... I'm not ringing up about Robins. I okay, well, I... thanks for your call. Go, go on, line two. Robin Van Persie. Who's that? Football man. Footballer. No, it doesn't count. He's not real. <laughs> well, he is. No, he's not. I've got another one. Yeah. Batman and... Oh, well, it's not your go. It's my go. Batman and... <laughs> so now it's your go. <laughs> okay. Um... Uh... It's a tough one, isn't it? Actually, I thought we'd get more. Is there a Robin Blair? Robin Blair sounds like You're just like making name. up plausible <laughs> names. Robin Wright Penn. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Should I, right, shall I tell you about this scam? Oh, we, we're, oh we're distracted from the fact I just won. Uh, you, you didn't... Sorry, what did you win? The moral high ground. You didn't win anything. I don't know what you... I'm, I'm going to tell I you... I thought about, we were playing a game. Yeah, we just... I thought the object was to win. Um, Let me win. No, no, no. Let me win once. No, no, no. Come no, on, no, accept no. that I knew more Robins than you. Well, you you didn't. I, well, I actually technically did. Uh, well, technically you didn't. Uh, I did. Um, anyway, go on. Tell me about your Robin, charming story. You didn't. Rob- and Oh, you were just waiting for a little message to come through from your mates, were you? Robin Givens. Oh, God. Thank you. Yes, line one. Kath Robin Smith played cricket for England in the 1980s. Get, Great. get lost. Did he? Go on, you say that. Robin Smith. Robin, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Can you stop looking at Twitter? I'm that? not looking at Twitter. I haven't are. got Twitter on my You're phone. such a liar. I can see I'm your... Trying, I'm I trying to find the... What, Ian? I can see your lion face. I'm trying to... All right, go on. I can see your lion face. I'm just finding the... You're totally lying. Look. Go on, go on, then do it. What have you got? Because I've got loads now. Oh, Ooh. hang on. There was a Robin... Um, stop it. I'm and trying Scott, to find the email and, and from And Scott, this if thing. you would mind, wouldn't mind stopping. Scott, Scott, isn't it Sam you want to be careful of? Right, I'm not playing anymore. Robin it's Cousins. It's not fair. There's loads. All right, I'll put the phone down. I'm not playing with you Robin anymore. Robin Cousins. You've spoiled it. Christopher Robin. You've spoiled it. Robin Hitchcock. You've spoiled it. Okay. Cock Robin. <coughs> Robin Cook. Mm. Someone's a bad loser, aren't they? Yeah, you. Well, I'll, 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 well I've won. Wow. 
Radio lost. Robin Banks, XFM. That's when Radio did lose. I said Robin Banks about five minutes ago. No, well, you didn't. I actually did. She didn't. I actually did. Shut up, Sam. You're an idiot. Line one. Yes, line one. Oh. Um, I've got a famous Robin for you. Robin the Argus Pen. Robin the what? <laughs> Robin Argus the Argus Pen. pen. Say it. Robin the Argos pen. Okay. It's, uh, what, it's what common folk do. All right. Thanks Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh, line two, yes? Robin. We've already done uh, Robin. Robin Nymph. Oh! Yeah! The king of Robins. Uh, yes, line three? Robin Campbell, UB14. It's Ali Campbell. Robin, brother, also in a band. Uh. Mm, yeah, I'm scraping the Robin barrel a little bit. Um, All right, enough of that, and stop pretending you're not... I mean, not even pretending you're not reading your phone now. He's doing his... reading his phone beard rub. Mm, All right, that's enough. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Uh, yes, line one? Uh, one hit wonder off the coke advert, Robin Beck. Thank you very much indeed. Destroyed you there, mate. Yes, line two. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I just got a Robin. I haven't heard it yet. Robin Day. Oh, we had that ages ago. I'm so sorry, but thanks oh, for calling. No, it was... Sorry, I only I tune in around eleven. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. What? We said we finally started playing the game in the last. Yes, line two. Robin Thick. Third lines. You know you want it. Dun, dun, dun. You know you want it. You know you want it. Line three, you're on the wireless. Stand up in a court of law, by the way. Robin Thicke. <laughs> it's literally... We literally just had that. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That's the correct response to Robin Thicke. Line three. Robin Oat from the film. Do yeah, we've done it. Pay attention. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, no one does it. Yes, line one. Oh, yes, Robin Day, yes. <laughs> We've had him! Zip up your big space alien mouth! It's wrong one, that was, um... If, oh, yeah. Wasn't but, that George? But if Zippy... Zippy comes from another planet, right? Does he? So, yeah, 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 he's an alien. Of he's Is an he? Alien. Yeah, he's an alien. Was he? Yes. I well, was never established. Well, but then the, no, he was. He came from another planet. That was... That what was, was George just, Hippo? Yeah. You get hippos on Earth. Not pig ones. He would never survive in the wild, would he? Well, he'd have a great time. It's it's rife in human nature, in animal nature, across the animal kingdom. Being made out of felt and being pink? No. Uh, Or being felt and being pink. Okay. Um, But yeah, Zippy came from another planet, right? So imagine... He looks a bit like the Smash. He did look a little bit like them. So imagine that there's a whole planet of Zippies. Zippies having sex, baby Zippies... Zippy's getting divorced, oh, Zippy's bet, fighting, Zippy's working old, in banks. When they're old, their zips get stuck. Yeah. Dead Zippy, like Zippy bodies. Zip, like a Zippy terrorist going around killing other Zippies. Zippy suicide bomber, Zippy karate film, Zippy um, bus drivers. I get it, everything Zippy. Z- everything Zippy. Zippy porno. <laughs> Zippy oh, 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 oh. Some people get off on zippies having their mouth zipped. They God. can't do it unless the mouth is zipped. Imagine getting your zippy getting his tongue caught in his zip. 
His tongue was imagine, painted on. He wasn't going to work. Imagine Zippy getting a blowy from Mrs. Stop Zippy. It. And gets his dick caught in her zip. None of this was none of this was talked about. That's why he fled from the Zippy Planet. Um, this is talk radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, who's who's going to break it to Matthew Wright that we're owned by the Sun and we are the mainstream media? This is it. Don't get much more mainstream media-ish than this. We're owned by Murdoch. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand zippy pegging. Um, oh, stop it! I've just got Scott. Well, that's the one I can read. Wow! I'm not going to read out zippy snuff. I've got Scott sending me a long list of zippy. Um, we, we get it. We get it. We, Scott. we get it, Scott. Everything zippy. Zippy. So I nearly got caught out by a scam. Right? God. No, this is. Well, let's, let's do Richard first. This is. Uh, this is actually serious, and you, you know, we'll laugh at it. But actually, it's quite serious. And I did a bit of. Um, I can't. Um, I can't. Let me see if I can take it there. I can't take that call, Sam. Let me just. Can you put it through? Can you put it through? I can try and close phone box, and uh, it won't go through, will it? Screw this guy, Richard. Richard in North America. Who is this guy? It's a British radio show. You shouldn't even be talking to those guys. Those guys are losers. Um. So I sometimes check my spam. I quite often check my spam. This isn't funny. I'm not doing a thing. So your laughter was not appreciated. I'm not laughing. I'm waiting. Okay. Well, you're, you're sat in the laughter pose. Why are you laughing? Because I'm about to talk about pornography. That's funny to you, is it? <laughs> it's not a zippy porn. Well, that's what they all say. It's not, Start, it starts out that way, doesn't it? It's not zippy porn. This is, this is, this is a serious thing. <laughs> now I'm laughing. And this was meant to be my serious monologue. I can't do the show with you anymore, I'm afraid. We're going to have to split up. Okay. What the hell is wrong with you, Sam? Just... I'm just going to take it. Hey, man. Hey, Richard. I can't get... Hiya, Ian. You are right? I'm all right, Richard. You, you, it says you're calling from North America and we're struggling to put you through, but we've got you... Th- we put you through no, now. No, I'm on Freedom Pop. I'm on Freedom Pop. You're on uh, Freedom... It's called Freedom Pop. What's, uh, what's Freedom Pop? What's Freedom it? Pop. It's, what you do. It's just a SIM card. It's just a SIM card. It's just a SIM card. Uh, it's, it's not. SIM I'm card. not calling from America. I'm calling from uh, Scarbados. <laughs> okay. Well, so you so you basically you're, 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 um, you're, you're anyway, VPNing. You missed the biggest thing, right, Robin S. Robin S. You got to show me love. Do you remember that? Is that Robin? Richard, your 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 freedom pass is shit because you can't. You, you're just talking while we're talking. You gotta show me love. Jermaine, what would if you weren't so rude? Okay. What? Yeah, I'm not rude. Oh, you can hear me now. I can be rude if you want. You, no, you've been quite rude. Yeah, sorry. You can hear me now. Well, I was racist the other night. You know, uh, MG. Well, I was in your, um, what do you call it? In your, um... I thought he was bored of that. What was he banging on about? What was he banging on a about? A really old house song. Was it house? Would that be called it? I'd never right. know the genres. So here's the thing, right? I oh, get God, an email. I get an email, right? This is, but this, here's the thing, right? You're going to laugh at this. You know, I'm not, oh, I'm ho, not. Ho, I'm ho, doing ho. serious face. Ho, 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 ho. I'm right? I, I, here's the thing. I've watched porn in my life. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. I've watched porn. In, I've, I've masturbated in front of a computer. I've here's done the it. thing. I've used your computer. Okay. 
Yeah. That, that's that's, I, that's yeah. the worry. I have masturbated in front of a computer. Hello? Hello? Hello, Richard? Hiya. Hiya. I've masturbated in front of a computer. Right. I, I, I used to be like you. I used to masturbate for three hours, well, you know, like, for three days. Well, okay. Th- thanks for your call. We get that one? God, what an unpleasant man. What's an unpleasant man? Right. So here's the thing. So I'm sat with the boys and I get and I check my spam because I check my spam from time to time. Right. I check my spam quite a lot actually because some good stuff goes in the spam. Um, and there's an email to me. Right. Hello. I'm a member of an international hacker group. Right. And that's the opening to the email. Okay. Right. This is this is nonsense. As you could probably have guessed, your account ianianlee.com was hacked because I sent a message you from your account. And then I looked in the email address from is ianianlee.com. That's my email. Now I have access to all your accounts. For example, your password for ianianlee.com is... And then they put down a password that I've used, I've used in my life. And that's when I started sweating. That's when I started panicking. And I see the subject heading is a password that I that I have used. I can't remember if it was the exact password for this email, but it was the password that I, I've used. So then I'm thinking, right, they're sending me an email from my email address and they're quoting a password at me. This is freaky. Within a period from July the 31st to October the 3rd, you were infected by the virus we've created through an adult website you visited. Okay. Recently divorced guy living on his own. Mental health issues. So far, we have access to your messages, social media accounts, and messengers. Moreover, we've gotten full damps of these data. Okay, it would have been damp. We are aware of your little and big secrets. Yeah, you do have them. We saw and recorded your doings <laughs> on porn websites. Your taste, your tastes are so weird, you know? I'm thinking, yeah, they are. I'm into some freaky shiz at the moment. But the key thing is that sometimes we recorded you with your webcam syncing the recordings with what you watched. And I'm sat there reading this thinking, oh, my God. I think you are not interested. Show this video to your friends, relatives, and your intimate one. Transfer $800 to our Bitcoin wallet. I guarantee that after that, we'll erase all your data. A timer will start once you read this message. You have 48 hours to pay the above-mentioned amount. Your data will be erased once the money is transferred. If they are not, all your messages and videos recorded will be automatically sent to all your contacts found on your devices at the moment of infection. You should always think about your security. We hope this case will teach you to keep secrets. Take care of yourself. Oh, caring. So here's the thing. So I'm sat there reading this with the boys. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. That's, they've sent it from my email account. Okay, that's, 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 that's easy to fake. You can do that. But they know a password. They know a password. And I'm thinking, I don't think that's the password for this email account, but it's certainly a password. I know you're supposed to have different passwords. Certainly a password I've used a couple of times. And so I'm panicking. So I leave the boys watching um, the 
first Johnny English film. More on that anon. And I go and check the computer and go, right, I've got to try and find out. I've got to change all my passwords for this thing. And I'm sat there and I'm panicking. I'm thinking, I'm not going to pay the money because it's one of you, you, once you pay a blackmailer, then. Um, they know they've got you. <coughs> they've got you and they just keep going, well, give us more, give us more, give us more. So um, I'm checking, I'm checking my password. And I'm thinking, they've got this password, but I don't think it's the password for this email, but I don't know. And basically, I'm cacking myself. Which is not my thing, by the way. There wouldn't have been a video of that. Because I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not... It's, it's something great shame. I've watched porn. I've watched porn at my computer. I've not went out of the computer from time to time. And I'm sorry, Catherine. Yes, you've used that keyboard. Oh, God. Don't worry. You know, <laughs> don't worry. And I'm not... But I, listen, I'm not proud of it. But I'm a, divo- I'm a guy getting a divorce. I'm living on my own. There are worse things I could be doing. Loads of people do it. Loads of people do it. I'm ninety-five percent of the of the men listening to this, and let's let's say about eighty-two percent of the women have done it, right? So I'm suddenly I'm feeling shame, and I'm feeling panicky, and I'm f- feeling awful, and I'm feeling sick, and I'm feeling nauseous, and I think, oh god, let me Google this, let me type in and Google this, and it turns out it's a really big scam that people are doing, and the sometimes they get lucky with the password and basically they just one of these hacks that will have happened the talk talk hack or the yahoo hack or the facebook and google have just announced they've, they've had a hack and loads of private data has been that's why they, they they will have bought a load of email addresses and a load of passwords that may or may not be connected with that email address and they're sending it out on the off chance that they get lucky and that is the password for that email account and there will be some poor sucker going, oh, my God. I'm, you know, I'm sick. The worst, worst thing that happens is a video of me knocking one out goes online. If it happened 10, 15 years ago, that's a career ender. You know what? Now, uh, people come back from that kind of... You know, it's humiliating and, and it's humiliating and embarrassing. That's it. Um, and I was... It was panicky. But then I read there was a story. There's quite a few stories about it out, out there. It's kind of the newest scam... That um, they they do this and they send out all these these email addresses. So I'm I'm taking a punt, but the 48 hours were up about two hours ago. So if anybody any friends of mine have received, maybe check your emails, Sam and, and Kath. See if something has has come up. If it's a video of me, let me see it. I want to see what I look like. I want to see the face. But it was oh, it was horrible. It was it was 20 minutes of just shame. Just shame and panic and, oh, jeez. And then thinking, oh, actually, right, this is a... I was, I was pretty sure it was a scam. It was the it was the password. It was having the password. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it was in the subject heading. Having the password, and it was. It was in the subject heading and in the thing. That was the thing that made me think, oh, man, this is, um, this is worrying. Pro tip. Yeah. Cover up your webcam. Is that what you do? Yeah. Well, I, you know, you're right, and that is actually the sensible thing. And I've I've heard people say that you Zuckerberg do that. does. Well, yeah, does he? Yeah, I noticed it, they had a picture of him at his computer in his office. Yeah, and the webcams are covered up. Do you know? Is I often thought that was a myth that you should do that because of Russian hackers and stuff. But it is a good thing, and uh, it's probably a good thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not there for three days at a time like that guy was. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't do it very often, but sometimes I'm bored and horny and think. And his thing, no one else would. I'm saying this because hey, it's funny. It's funny. Um, 
but also because no one else will talk. No one else, no other radio presenter is going to come on and say, do you know what? I knock one out to porn on, online sometimes and I nearly got stung. And this is what how these people are going to be successful is by the um, the the silence yeah. that will come from people going, oh, I'm not talking about this. God, yeah, what if my wife finds out? I'm not talking about this. They, they exploit that, so yeah. yeah, you're taking the power out of it. So thank you. You can laugh now. No, I'm not going to laugh. Well, look at you. Scott has uh, messaged me. I bet he's having a field day. Let's just see. <laughs> Scott says, I got that email too. I absolutely cacked my pants. And that's it. And a load of men will be cacked. And some women will get it and go, oh, geez, it's the password. The email from your account and the password. Yeah. It's powerful stuff, man. But they're counting on you reacting in that first three minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was never going to pay because once you, you pay them $800, that's it. The next one's going to be right. We want 5000 well, They also know they're onto something. Yeah. So it was. I, so I was psyching myself up for the, um, the front page of the newspapers. That's what I was psyching myself up for when all I was doing was masturbating. To videos. It's not even, you know, not even, no one was getting hurt, no one was getting harmed, no one was, no one was being exploited. Maybe they were, it's a slightly different thing, but there was, it wasn't a live thing. It was a video, it was all it was. And I'm thinking, oh, that's, this is going to be a tough one to get to, to write. And it's, it's shaming, shaming people, shaming men, and, and that's bad. Um, I imagine it's indiscriminate, you know, there'll be women that get those too. Yeah, yeah. Evening, John. Hi, hi there, Ian. Hi, uh, I'm currently in the, on uh, SSID. I'm on the uh, Flexitin, uh, which is like Prozac. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, I just I, I just wanted to, you know, I've 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 been four weeks on it at the moment, and um, how's it going? Well, it's it's, it's a mix. Um, I, you know, I feel better, but I, I feel like I want to. Well, that, that, well, gosh, if that's you feeling better. John, can you stay there? Because we've got to go to the news. Can we talk to you after the news? Yeah. Okay. St- stay there, man. Don't kill yourself now. G- 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 no, g- hang, on, hang on for another five minutes. We'll talk to you in five minutes, all right? Oh, Cheers, mate. Thank you. 0344 499 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. You can talk about that scam. You can talk about anything. We're playing Famous Robins. Words you don't hear anymore. Um, oh, geocaching. I've got to talk about geocaching as well. That's my new jam. Five years behind everybody else. I think it's about to become Cat's new jam. Mm-hmm. Um, 03 1000 This isn't bad for a Monday night show. It's been busy. It's been sparky. It's been a little bit rude and confessional. What more do... And all you people on Digital Spy saying I've lost it. Saying the, the shows haven't been nowhere near as good as the LBC shows from, from 15 years ago. Why don't you go and kiss my ass? Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Bloody Eben, I'm going to kill him. Not only did he rip a page out of the logbook, he sent me a bar of chocolate with almonds in. Oh, dirty, dirty git. I hate almonds. I disgust him. Mm. Oh, that's horrible. <sighs> Geocaching in a minute. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Uh, John, yes, John, go on. So what's happening with your brother? 
I'm on the what you call it? I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I'm just I'm just in recovery. I'm yeah. dropping my units down. Yeah, and, uh, good for you, man. Well done. SSID. Yeah. Uh, but I'm four weeks into it, and I'm like, I want to kill myself. Okay. Well, what? How is? Why do you want to kill yourself? I just, just what you call it. I'm just. Uh, I've got five children. Well, well, then let's stop. Stop you there. What legacy is that to leave your kids? If you here's the thing, right? Um, parents of everybody, parents of anybody, parents of hang on a minute, John. Parents of anybody, uh, kids of anybody who's killed themselves are going to be messed up. So you, so you can't leave that legacy for your kids. My son's in the army. He's he's doing all right. uh, I've got one, one. One, you know, but my daughters are getting messed up by the mother. Like they're not. Okay. You know what I mean? She's she's messing them up. Right. Well, you. Well, in your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. What help? So, okay. What support have you got around you to stop you killing yourself? Uh, I'm. I've been going. Um. To Horizon. I don't know what that is. It's a charity. Right. Um, I've been going to there for four weeks, and that's the only thing that kept me alive. Yeah. And you. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, thank you, ma'am. Um, are you going to uh, like AA, or are you seeing your doctor, or anything like that? Yeah, I've tried to get on there, SSIDs. Uh, and I don't know what SSID is. It's a... Like flex team, like uh, Prozac. Right. Okay. Uh, so you're so you're on that. Yeah, I'm on that. Okay. But... Well, have you told you when was the last time you saw your GP? Because it takes three, four, five weeks for those things to kind of have a positive yeah, effect. I can't see him for three weeks. I've booked like somebody spoke earlier. I can't get an appointment for like three weeks. Right. So, okay. But anyway, yeah. I can't speak to my doctor. I can't get another appointment with my doctor. So you've got an appointment in the diary, though, have you? Yeah, the 30th of this month. Okay, right. But I don't know whether I'll make it to that. Yes, you'll make it to that, man. Come on. Wait, well, why don't you phone up your? Why don't you phone up the surgery and say you're worried you're going to kill yourself today? Why don't you rock up to the surgery and say I'm worried I'm going to kill myself today? Why don't you phone the Samaritans? Have you phoned the Samaritans? I've rung the crisis team. They arrested me. Okay. I, I what did they arrest you for? Rage of the peace. Right. Of the peace because I was I kicked off. Okay. Well, so, why did why did you kick off? What were you kicking off for? I was kicking off to try and help myself. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I don't. I don't understand that contradiction. All right, I threw myself. I went to throw myself out the window. Right. And they missed the breach of the peace. Okay. So I tried to kill myself, but that was breach of the peace. So why, why? I don't understand why you want to kill yourself. Yeah, I've got seven. Well, what's your language? Uh, it I was... beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Okay, all right. It got, it's a yellow Sorry. card. It was five children a minute ago. Uh, I've got two. I've got five of my wife, and I've got... I've got two from uh, previous. I've got a Jamaican girl. She's my oldest. Shanice. 
and then uh, all right. Let's look, let's not give their names out. Let's let's give them. Messed them up. I've just messed them up. Right. Well, okay. Wait, wait. Well, I've not been there for. Them. And you think that killing you think, but you think that killing yourself isn't going to mess them up more. I don't know what to do. Ian. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Get sober. Get well, and then start unpicking the mess that you may or may not have made with your children. It's, it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. You think it's as easy as that? No, no, no. It's not easy. It's simple. There's a big difference. All you I've have to do... I've been on... I've been on everything since I was 15. Like, OK, well, know, that now, now now's the time to start... Now's the time... Don't live yeah. in the past. Now's the time to start coming off everything, which is what you're doing. Yeah, I am. And I can't deal with the emotions. Ian. No, I know. That's why we take drugs and why we drink. Yeah, to mask it. Yeah. Because we don't, I, I don't want to deal with me. But how's that, how's that been working so far? How's that been working out for you? Um, what do you call it? Lousy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, 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 you've got, you got two alternatives. One is you carry on until you die. Um, the other one is you stop and you try and do it all sober. I can't deal with my emotions, Ian, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. I can't. Yeah, you can, though. I know you can. I just want family around me, do you know what I mean? Well, well, you've got to earn that. I know, I've got to earn it. And that might take years. It's not fair, is it? Well, I don't. I, well, I don't know what mess you've made. I don't know. How, I don't know what you've done to push your family away from you. If you've just acted an like an arsehole, then yeah, it is fair. Just drinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, then it's fair. It's fair. I wouldn't want my kids to be around me if I was still drinking. Forgive my language. Yeah, I have been idiot. Right. Okay. Well, this is the thing. So you want your family around you. So that, so. One of those two options was you carry on drinking until you die. Well, that that has pushed your family away from you. So if you carry on drinking, that's not going to bring them any closer. So it would seem that that option is a no-go. So you might as well give the other option of getting clean and sober and trying to unpick the mess you've made. You might as well give that one a go. Yeah, you're right. But And if you kill yourself now, you'll miss out on all the possibility. At the moment, yeah. I'm feeling like I'm feeling like oh, I haven't got the energy for that. Do you know what I mean? I'm 44 now. I thought I was 44. Okay, the other give day. up, give up, give up then, give up, give up well, then. Okay then, I will. But no, but but what is that going to? First of all, right, I don't know anything about you, so there's no why you're talking to me about it, right? You must have friends or other people around you. Phone him back. He's put the put, put the phone down now. There we go. This is the problem of me talking about this kind of stuff. This is why I'm thinking we just don't have anyone on talking about this stuff anymore. Because someone's going to kill themselves one day 
and I'm going to be the last person they've spoken to, and I'm going to have to carry that around with me forever. Mm. That doesn't seem fair. The problem I have with this is that it gets to a point where people are using us rather than seeing someone who's professional. And now we can't get it. this guy back, and the last thing I've said was give up, which of course I didn't mean. Mm-hmm. Some idiot out there, someone, someone of the trolls that is taking fun, taking pot shots. Keep trying him, Sam, for the next 20 minutes, if you wouldn't mind. It, the idiots that enjoy taking Well, he told him to to kill himself, you no, know. It's, it's not what happened. It's not what happened at all. I know that's not what happened. But at some point, someone's going to cut themselves or kill themselves. And this will, will have been the last contact they will have had with another human being. And I don't want that responsibility. I don't want that responsibility. So I am yay close. Sorry, Sam, it's a really boring gig I've given you, but thank you. I am yay close to saying, you know what? This nice little safe place that we've built up. I know that's a dirty word in this building, but a nice little safe place that we've built up where people can come on and talk about mental health and talk about depression and talk about being suicidal and talk about drugs and alcohol. Um, I'm, I'm closing that down and we'll just do famous robins and geocaching and words you don't hear anymore and New Zealand programs about shit. That's what we'll do because... That's not fair on me, John, what you've just done. That's not fair on me to lay that trip on me and then halfway through the conversation put the, go, all right, I'm, I'm going to go and kill myself and put the phone down. That's not fair. What, how, what am I supposed to do now with that, with that? I'll tell you what I feel. I feel sick. My stomach's in a knot. I feel angry. Uh, and I'm, I'm dizzy. That's how I feel. That's, 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 that's my physical and emotional response to that. That's unfair. And there, there have been a few calls where um, people have treated me um, in an unfair way, let's just say. Oh, they treat me in an unfair way and laid all of their shit on me. And then when I've not been able to come up with the goods, all right, fine, well, I'm off then. I'm yeah. fine, well, I'll kill myself then. Well, you know what? That's not fair, man. And, John, you're not answering the phone, and that's not fair. And you're not going to kill yourself tonight. I know you're not going to kill yourself tonight. But you need to um, you need to start facing your responsibilities. If you want your seven kids around you, if you want your seven kids to look you in the, the eye, let alone be around you, you've got to start facing your responsibilities. And one of those responsibilities would be to pick up the phone now. If you're running away from a radio host who's um, simply giving you two options, one of which is death, the other one which is sobriety, and a chance of getting your face. If you run away from that, Jesus, man. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is all radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. John, don't kill yourself, brother. That's all I'm going to say, man. There is a, there is an alternative. There is a better way. But um, here's the thing: when you get sober, you have to face that. Uh, you have to um, uh, 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 be responsible for your actions. And what you did there was selfish. That was very selfish and was very unfair on me. Because guess what? I'm not just a voice on the radio. I'm not just that idiot that stole the strawberries and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I'm a human being, man. I'm a human being with my own issues, going through divorce, mental health, sick mum, don't see as much of my kids as... I'm I'm going through stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm only recently clean after a little wobble. I'm going through stuff. So... I'm I'm real. I'm a real. I'm a real person, man. I'm not. I'm not. You know, just some bloke on the telly and the radio. 
And what you did there was selfish. Okay, it was really selfish and it was really, really unfair. I'm not saying this to shame you. I'm not saying this to have a go at you. Um, I'm saying this because you've got to start accepting being responsible for your actions. Now, I know it's the disease um, of addiction or alcoholism or whatever it is you're going through. Um, you know, mate, I did some horrible, horrible things when I was taking drugs. Horrible things. Treat people awfully and, and, and did some wicked, wicked things. It was the disease, right? It was the disease. But when I got sober... I had to take responsible for those actions and I had to go back and apologise and um, make amends where it, was, where it was possible and just go and say sorry to people for the things I did as a result of my disease. I could take responsibility for it. Hey, I got a sponsor last night. I got a sponsor in NA. I've not had a sponsor for ages. And uh, <clears throat> things are getting wobbly around drugs and things are getting wobbly around sex and honesty. And I just thought, man, alive, I can't, I don't want to live like this. I remember there was a choice. And so I phoned up a man I'd met twice and said, hey, um, can it, uh, um, it's just fun to see how you're doing. Yeah, I'm fine. How are you? Uh, yeah, um, uh, uh, would you be my sponsor? And if you don't, and I was all that, if you don't want it, it's fine. I don't know, if you don't have to, it's fine. And, uh, you, you know, I, 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 I get it. If I, I know you don't want to, so I'm just going to go. And he said, well, are you prepared to do the work? I went, yeah. He said, all right, yeah, fine, all right, let's, let's get on with it. And that was it. And I started crying on the phone to a guy I've met twice. And I felt a weight lift off my chest. That's what it is. That's the power of this shiz, man. Um, so, John, I wish you luck. I wish you peace. And I wish you joy. And I wish you sobriety. And I wish you happiness. And I, and I wish a reduction in your selfishness that this disease brings. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Can I wish something? Yes. I wish you a call Samaritans. There we go. And go if on. anyone else is listening who's at that kind of end of things, or, you know, just feeling like you want to talk to someone and you don't necessarily want them to talk back at this point, right? Yeah. Because the Samaritans will not offer you advice, but they are an ear and you can talk to them, you can not talk to them, And they right? can't hang up on you. You can use a fake name, use a fake location. They won't know who you are. Or they, they won't have your number on a screen in front of them. You can find them and confess and say anything you want. All right, and this time of night, we know what it's like. If everything seems worse, Samaritans are there. 116123. That's 116123. And that works whether you're in um, the UK or the Republic of Ireland. Okay, now... Here's a thing. So, geocaching, right, ages ago. By the way, my battery in my, uh, is about to die on my phone, Scott, because I haven't got my computer, so just stop messaging me, you weirdo. Ages ago. Do you um, want to charge it on here? Yeah, could you? Hang on. I'll go and get my thingy. Okay, you're going to get your thingy. So, hey, have you ever got a plug for an iPhone, have you, Sam? Like, no, okay. Let's, where's that? Didn't mean to call you a loser. That was rude. So, ages ago, Scott was telling me about geocaching, and I thought it sounded um, rubbish. I thought it sounded absolutely rubbish. Um, you can turn the computer off now if, if you haven't already. So basically, you download an app, and um, I'm charging my phone now. You download an app, and you go around, follow clues. You follow like a thing, and you find a little box of treasure. Except in the the box, there's no treasure; it's just a bit of paper, and you write your name on it and your date that you found it, and you go off. And um, I thought it sounded rubbish, so I ignored it. Never got into it. I was a Pokemon Go fan. And then last week, my oldest said, uh, "Dad, have you heard? Daddy, have you heard of geocaching?" And I went, "Whoa, yeah, I have actually." He said, "Oh, I did it um, in the summer holiday with Uncle Matthew, and it was really cool. I wondered if maybe we could do it when we come to yours week one weekend." I was like, I- "I'm up for that. I am totally up for that." So I downloaded a, a geocaching app. And the boys came round, and we everyone woke up very, very early on Sunday morning. We had a little bit of Xbox. And I could see it just turning into an Xbox kind of day. 
And so, right, let's go out geocaching. And they both jumped up like you couldn't And <laughs> we took a backpack with jackets in because it was a bit wet and cold. We had a Tomb Raider water bottle. I had a compass, a torch, and walkie-talkies. It was daylight. Um, but it just made it a bit more of a mission. And we went out. I got the app, and there was one about 15-minute walk away from me. And we got there. We tried to... My my youngest was holding the phone, and my eldest was um, saying rude things into the walkie-talkie, and it was fun. And we got to the first thing. And so, basically, you get guided to a place, and then you've got to find, like, a little box or something. Um... And if you can't find it, there's like a hint that you can tap on and it'll give you a clue. And we got to where the first one was and we couldn't find it. We were there for about 25 minutes looking for this. Well, I didn't know really what we were looking for because I'd not done it before. So I didn't know what it was we were looking for. 0344 499 And after about 25 minutes, I went, ah, I think someone's taken it. Should we go? There's another one 300 metres away. Let's go and find that. So we went and we we, we went and it was very very um, uh, it was very exciting because we had to the, the public footpath went over a train track. We had to walk over a train track. And the boys were terrified because they thought they'd get arrested. I said, "No, it's a public footpath. This is I've not seen one over a train track before, but this is where it is, and we just treat it like a road, and we'll you know we'll listen and we'll and we, we cross over." So they had the time of life. We got to the second one. It was supposed to be behind a fence post. Again, I didn't know what I was looking for. And we were there for about 25 minutes. So like, suddenly an hour's gone, and we couldn't find it. And then I looked at the app, and it said that this point, this geocaching point, had been put there. It was almost five years to the very day. And I went, oh, man, I think this is out of date. It says 2013. I think this is out of date. And there was a button you could click on there on the app that said message so i i have literally no idea what was going on so i clicked message and wrote um is this geocaching uh, is this site still working all right i got reply almost immediately i don't understand why you're questioning this when clearly the cache is whoa slightly well wow. that, that's passive aggressive isn't it um, no, it's aggressive. Okay, right. It was aggressive, and, I, and my initial reaction was right. Why well, you piss off? Instead, I was. I went. Ha! This is my first time geocaching. I can't find it. Help! Then we're then we're then we're buddies. I see. My apologies. So he admits he was being uh-huh. aggressive. I have found over one thousand caches. Every now and then. Even I struggle to find sometimes the most simplest of caches. My suggestion, have another look, look at the hint, read the logs, don't know what that is, and look at the images. And if after a good search you haven't been successful, move on to the next one and come back another day. Thanks for your help. Um, There is a cache that's not far away from me, he's continued. It took me three attempts over six months to find it. When I did eventually find it, I was st- it was staring me in the face the whole time and wasn't even that well camouflaged. Another took me weeks to find because of muggles. Ooh. Oh, oh. Muggles. That's non-geocaches. Muggles, yes. And then I, I did wince a bit of that. And I replied, I'm here with my two boys and no, we can't see it. Probably me being dim. Oh, well, on to the next. 
So then we went on to the... I was thinking, oh, this has been a bit of a disaster. This is an hour. It's been a bit of a disaster. There was, there was another one 300 metres away. And I went, guys, let's go for one more. Let's go for one more. Let's go and do it. So you've got the app and you just click on the one. He shows you all around, your little little pinpricks. You click on one. And um, and this one, I thought it looked easy. Because it, the clue was, um, check behind a sign and in. It's like, oh, Okay. So we, we're walking and we're walking through the countryside and then we come out onto like that main road near mm-hmm. mine and I could see us getting closer and, and there was a road sign that had the name of the village. And I said, boys, I think this is it. I think this is it. And we got there and it was a road sign and it had the two pillars that the road sign is stuck to. And if you look at road signs, they've got two bits of plastic on the top and you can take those two bits of plastic off. And we took the two bits of plastic off and we put our hand in one and there was nothing. We put our hand in the other one. Yes, man, there was a tiny little box in there tied on with a little bit of twine. And me, and you saw the picture of the boys immediately after finding it. The joy on their faces. And even I got a thrill out of it. And we took it out. And there's a tiny bit of paper in there. My eldest wrote down all of our names in there and the date that we found it and then screwed it up and put it back in there. And we took photos and we were thrilled. And I said, all right, boys, let's go and find the first two that we couldn't find. And so we went back and we couldn't find them. We still couldn't find them. But we'd been out for over 90 minutes just walking and having a laugh and, you know, playing walkie-talkies. They'd found one and they were thrilled by it, you know, because it felt, it was great. We were by this main road and there's, they put in their hands in a sign and someone's left a little package for them. And now their name is on that little package. Um, and we went home and then we made some fudge, you know, and it was great. It was a great way because people say, oh, you, can't, you can't get kids off the Xbox. I've never had a problem getting my boys off, off the thing. I always say, whenever I've said, right, get to a save point and then oh, there's no save point in this game finish this level are we near the beginning or the end of a level but halfway through finish the level and then we're going to go and do something they always seem to do it and i don't know if it's just because it's me because they don't see me very often i don't know why but i don't have a problem but if i had said right boys we're going to turn the xbox off and we're going to go for a walk what is, what is that what is that i like a good walk but to a six-year-old and an eight-year-old Go for a walk? It's nothing. But to say we're going to go and um, play a really silly game and try and find something and then write our names on it to say that we've been there, they were. it was like going on a mission. Of course they do. They loved it. I get the feeling with... And I think I've probably done it wrong in the past, right? People yeah. get fed up with their kids being on... Because you all of a sudden realise they've been on the computer all morning yeah. or all afternoon or all day. And all of a sudden you go, right, come on, turn that off, we're doing this. Yeah. Of course they're going to go nuts because they're in the middle of something. It's like someone... A little build-up. Yeah, build it's like someone saying to you, right, stop reading. Yeah. If you're reading a book. Right, hang on a minute. Or watching the television. You're what, into something. Give you some warning. Say, yeah, get to a save point. Or you've got ten more minutes because my kids play Sims yeah. and that can go on forever. Yeah, yeah. Ten more minutes and they get it. They get it. But you've just got to give them fair warning, here's, haven't you? Here's a tip. Maybe, maybe parents don't know this. Here's a tip. Most games have save points. And if you switch it off before they get to a safe point, that's a lot of work, and it is work that is wasted. So just say, look, are we, are we, are we close to the end of this level? We can, do you think? Let them get to a safe point. That makes such a difference. Um, but then I took you geocaching yeah. this evening. Yeah, and the first one wasn't there. <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. The first one was, but it was a flipping difficult one. And it's dark. We had to go to a nearby church, 
and the the geocache took us to the information board of the church, and then it said, on this information board will be the answer to these questions, and then you take the numbers from these questions, and that will make map coordinates that will tell you where the geocache is. Now, I don't know how to do map coordinates, and I certainly don't know how to put map coordinates into Google Maps. So we were close to it, but we've got no idea where it was. We don't know, I don't understand map coordinates. And you're looking for like a little thing that big. Yeah. So then what were you? So then we looked for another one, yeah. and that was about 300 metres away, wasn't yeah, it? It yeah. wasn't very far. And so we're walking around London. It does a little countdown. Yeah. We're walking around London in the dark, yeah. right? And it's kind of Oliver Twisty, you know, we're going underneath um, railway bridges and um, between um, rows of houses, you know, yeah. away from all the um, glass and Ponzi buildings. Steel and glass. And um, we walk past what looks like... Um, like a garage out of EastEnders. Yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? And there, and underneath another railway bridge, and and, and all of a sudden, uh, it's tracked down to no meters, and we're thinking, right, well, it's got to be round here somewhere. We kept going past it. We kept, yeah, we kept... and then all of a sudden, we'd be miles away. So we kept going back to this one point, and then so we clicked on the hint, and it said, "Sit next to the bin use and your use your left hand." hand. <laughs> So I should have let you do it, and that was my mistake. I should have let you do it. I did think that, mate, but never mind. Well, next okay. time. Okay. Well, so... I thought you were getting bored. I genuinely thought you were getting bored. I wasn't getting bored. You kept saying you're bored. I'm like, no, I'm not. I want to find this thing. You kept huffing and puffing. That's maybe that's just my natural. Need... That's something you need fence. to work on. Well, I've got my legs are about half the length of yours, and you don't half stride. Are so huffing and puffing was me out of breath. You're genuinely annoyed that I didn't let you find the geo. Am I heck? Yes, you are. A no, bit. I was. I was chuffed that we found it. And I thought, went, oh, is it under the bench? Yeah. So he sat on this bench, put his hand underneath, brings out what looks like, and you won't remember this, Sam, but I do, like a film c- container yeah, yeah, from the olden days. Yeah. yeah. With, and it had, do you? And it had a, a magnet tape to it, so it yeah. would stick on. So it's, it sat under there the whole time. We yeah. pulled it out, and there was this really thick, tatty, rolled up bit of paper Someone with loads of Someone found it yesterday. Yeah. We didn't have a pen, so we couldn't log ourselves. No. But it's the best. So I'm going to do it again with the boys when they come. Um, I'm going to plant some geocaches. Well, I was thinking in future when we go and do rabbit holes, we should put some... Um... Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to put bombs in there. Oh, no, I don't think that's... I'm going to, I'm going to booby trap the geocache. <laughs> I'm going to kill those, those weirdos. Okay. Um, it was good. It was good, man. It was nice. Um, oh, three... And we did some walking. Yeah, a bit was a little bit. Maybe we need buggies. Um, you can t- share your geocaching adventures, guys. Maybe you found love uh, inside a geocache. That would be disgusting. Scott leaves plectrums in, in them. Does he? Yeah. Some of them have items in that you can only take if you replace it with an item of the same or more value. That's weird, isn't it? Mm. I might put a fiver in one. Just for yeah, a laugh. That's an idea. Make someone's day. Make someone's day. Make someone happy. Give them some cash. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hey, Alistair. Hi, boss. See you right. Good, thank you, mate. What have you got for us tonight? Well, you know, you were saying earlier about one of those emails yes. asking for money. Yeah. I got one of those. Uh-oh. Go on. What happened? Well. um... Similar sort of thing, I think. It was just that they had um, my username and my login name, which I hadn't used for a while, but I recognised that it was one I had used in the past. 
And it said, oh, if you don't pay this money in bitcoins then to our account, then we're going to say to send, we've got access to all your contacts and we're going to, you know, say that you've been accessing these porn sites, etc., etc. So I was a bit worried for about half an hour because I thought this is not on and I was a bit worried about all, you know, obviously anyone knowing where I've been. And then I thought, well, actually, I think this is a scam. So I Googled it. Yeah. And it actually said, oh, this this has actually been sent out to loads and loads and loads yeah. of people. The thing that made me suspicious... Yeah. There was no photo. If they'd have put a still photo in there, which obviously they couldn't because they haven't hacked me, that yeah. was the thing that made me think, hmm, if they were really keen on getting this money, they would have put a still on there. It still was cacking my pants for about 20, 25 minutes. Still felt ashamed. Here's the thing, right? I masturbate... And I've been masturbating. I'm setting you up for a really good gag here, Catherine. I have been masturbating for about 32 years. You must be tired. Thank you very much indeed. Um, and and sometimes I like to look at um, pictures and films of naked ladies while I'm mas- There we go. I've said it. I've said it. I'm not proud of it. Um, I, I, you know, I, I carry a little significant bits of shame about it, which I'd rather... I don't actually think I need to feel ashamed... Everything I've ever looked at has been legal and pretty, pretty vanilla. But, yeah, I masturbate. And sometimes when I do that, yeah, I know, Catherine, sometimes when I do that, I'm watching videos of women and sometimes there are men in those videos having sex with those women. And that does it for me. There we go. There we go. It's out there. You want to see my fat, unpleasant body and my gormless, (laughs) grinning face? as I'm pleasuring my tiny old penis. Oh, my God. Well, then, so be it. So be it. If that's what you want to do, scammers, then you go and do that. That will not stop me enjoying onanism in front of my computer. Thank you. But seriously, put a sticker over it. I'm going to do it, yeah. And over the computer. Alistair, thank you very much for that. Uh, 03444499. I see what you've done there. Okay, 1,000. So I watched, I started watching, um, I watched some lot of, lot of films this weekend. Some yeah, are so rubbish. are we here. <laughs> a Wrinkle in Time, boring. Yeah. Went to the pictures of my mum and the boys on Saturday morning, Johnny English 3. So there's, some, there's some good giggles in there. My mum was, was in hysterics. She, she lives in a care home, she's old. No, but she was in this, uh, proper guffawing at bits. Oh, you've got to take got a bit of pizza more. stuck in her throat. And my boys, my boys enjoyed it. And actually, do you know what? I quite enjoyed it. I like Ben Miller. Ben Miller's in it. I think he's good. He's a nice guy, and I think he's funny. Um, I quite enjoyed it. it. It wasn't great, but it wasn't the rubbish I was expecting. That, Gosh, how many more shocking admissions tonight? That, that, that Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> I don't mind sitting there watching Rowan Atkinson playing a spoof spy with Ben Miller. I enjoyed it. God. Yeah, that's right. Try and shame me. Try and shame me. I actually enjoyed the new Johnny English film. What are you going to do, scammers? You're going to, you're going to, um, you're going to tell. I'm telling everybody before you do. Uh, dear sir, we know you watch Johnny English three and like. We go. We got pictures of you in cinema with Johnny English three. Pay us eight hundred dollars in bitcoins, or we gonna tell the lady in your life and work friends. I've got no friends at work. I hate every single one of them. 
Yeah. I we watched Johnny YouTube. English 3 and I quite liked it. Oh, God. But then that night we watched Johnny English 1, a film that Sam loves. That Do you was, love it, Sam? That, that was a turkey. That was a turkey. That was a turkey. It was awful. Terrible film. Um, we watched Tomb Raider, the, mo- the, the 2018 movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all right. I'm glad the youngest fell asleep because it got a bit scary. The eldest liked it and he got a bit scared. The youngest would have um, been terrified. Um, and I started watching a um, very controversial movie, All the Money in the World. Now, why is this movie controversial? Because it's the one that Kevin Spacey was filming at the point where... He finished it. He okay, finished it. The, the story started to come out about yeah. him, yeah. and they replaced him with Christopher Plummer. Yeah, and I thought that they'd reshot the whole movie. <clears throat> Just his bits, right? Well, OK. Oh, no, and then uh, bits with Michelle Williams okay. and uh, Donny, Donny Wahlberg's brother. M- Marky Mark. Marky Mark. But Marky Mark got paid more. That was another thing, right? But I thought, yeah, I thought they shot. Of course, they're going to just shoot the Kevin Spacey bits again. Not, not all of the film, but But they had to go back, didn't they? But he's in it most of the time. It's about him. It's about John Paul Getty, right? So I started watching it, right? Thinking this is going to be interesting. Here's the thing. I don't know if anyone listening to this has seen the fifth Bruce Lee movie, The Game of Death, where Bruce Lee died before finishing it. So five years after his death, they they finished the movie, and what they did to to protect, make it look like Bruce Lee was in it, they well, there's one scene. This is a real scene, right? You got the Bruce Lee double looking in the mirror, and they've just stuck a picture of Bruce Lee on the mirror, the face. Oh, and he's got to hold his body straight. So he's very... this was pretty similar effect to what they'd done with all the money in the world. Has anyone seen this? Am I right? There's a, I only got about 30 minutes into it. I thought, oh, this is awful. There's a bit where Christopher Plummer, John Paul Getty, is in the desert with some Arabs, right? And I've seen the shot of Kevin Spacey as John Paul Getty in the desert with some Arabs. And all they'd seem to do was, to, was like, green screen, like, get Christopher Plummer and sort of just superimpose him over Kevin Spacey because he's so obviously I did some green screen with the kids on Sunday right and we did it it's just them messing around and I, I very quickly put it on the computer and put a picture behind them so it looked like they're in school dancing and my eldest said why have I got dark lines all around me and I said oh, it's because I didn't light it properly if I spent a bit of time lighting it we could probably get rid of that well they didn't spend any time lighting it on this film because you could see dark like dark wavy line all around Christopher Plummer when he's in he's supposed to be in the desert. It was awful. And there was another bit where you just think him if he moved over one inch we'd see Spacey behind it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Shameful behaviour. Everybody involved with that film should be executed uh, you know immediately. What, you know what the problem was? Oh. Spent all the money on Marky Mark. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just, I, it was, I mean, I think it was quite a boring movie anyway. I don't know if it picked up after 35 minutes, because I just uh, stuffed this. Um, but I, I don't know if anyone else, if you, dear listener, have seen it. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? It was awful. I bet Paul Ross has seen it, actually. Paul might be able to shed some light on it. it I, I was so disappointed after hearing so much about it um, that uh, they can all just get knotted. 
Is it not Paul Ross tonight? He's, he's yes, typing it is. On, I saw him. I mean, he's, ty- he's about to type something on my screen, but he's a slow typer. Oh. He says he hasn't seen it. Is he in the room with you? What's he doing in there? He's supposed to be oh. working on his show. You're supposed to be working on my show. What the hell is going on? Is he there now? It's an outrage. What the hell are you doing, Ross? I'm lurking. You're, stu- <laughs> you're disturbing him. Go and work on your show. He wants some entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen all the money in the world? I haven't. No, not is yet. Is this my con, by the way? Yeah. Oh, all right. You've not seen it? No, not yet. It was, um, it was really it was boring. The black line. It was so badly done. Let me say something. <clears throat> they wanted me to do, our um, idiot social media department wanted me to do a trail in front of the green screen. Oh. We've gone down there. Yeah. Down to, of course, the place is in chaos. Pulled yeah. the green screen up. They've only got one light. Oh. Now, I don't know a huge amount about green, but I know you have to cross... Because when I did the, the word... The light makes the shadow. We used to key off yellow and green. Yeah. So the audience... We always had those surreal, kind of psychedelic things behind them. The audience couldn't wear yellow or green. That was fine. You can't do green screen with one light. No, you need to. to That's to why the shadow. our social media presence is pants with matching bra. I've got to say, I've got a lot of respect for those guys. Uh, let, He's making rude signs at you, even as I speak to you now. Hit, wait, hang on a minute. Let me, I'm going to hit that button there. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Someone has got to tell that man that we are the mainstream media. Mm. We're owned by Murdoch, sir. We are the, we're the mainstream media. Um, 03444991000. Calls have gone a bit quiet, but we've had more calls this week than I think we had to, to, tonight than we had in the entire last week. I oh know, I don't know what's going on. I there. don't know what's going on. Maybe I've got to work harder. We need to have a little. Um, we need to have a calm flab at some point about whether we're going to take, you know, the, 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 the calls and stuff and about mental health and things. I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know if the show's running out of steam, if we're running out I of I wonder juice. whether with those calls, once, once we start realising, I mean, and there are, there are moments where you go, oh, hang on a minute, this yeah. isn't going to go, this isn't going to be um, a neatly tied up thing of someone just wanting to yeah. talk. But once, that you're, point, once, you, once you're in, you're in, aren't once you? Once you're in, you can't go, do you know what, John? I'm going to have to stop talking to you now because I think this is above my skill set. And uh, Yeah, but what's the alternative? Well, but, 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 but then you have to consider how someone who is in a negative space might take that, might perceive that as rejection and um, validation of their negative thinking. So it, 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 you, can't, you can't do that. But if they're in that... that, that... If they're in that frame of mind, whatever you say is going to go that way, isn't it? No, but if you're no, no. If but if you're if you're actively saying I cannot talk to you about this, once you're in that conversation, you, you wouldn't say I can't talk to you about this and say I don't think this is the best way to handle it. Maybe I don't know. I think it would still be considered as rejection by someone. I mean, he was never going to. You know, that conversation was never going to end well. No, um, I don't know. Now I got. You know, now I feel. Anyway. Here we go. Listen to this. This is this is this is where I think when this when this does go pear shaped and it will next March. I've got a feeling this this vibe's coming to an end. But we've talked about this. This is going to be my next big career move. A woman of sixty four pocketed sixty three thousand eight hundred pounds. Oh, in unemployment benefit. All right, fine. That's it. Despite secretly working on a telephone sex line, I can do this. If anyone wants to phone up and have a sexy time with me, oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is not an oh eight nine eight number. When you're waiting at the station for some masturbation, <laughs> this isn't that. This is this is free. We will call you back. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Samantha Knight chatted with customers on premium rate services whose providers boasted of paying workers up to ten pounds eighty an hour. 
Okay. That's 80 quid a day. I could do that. Because the thing is as well... You won't be doing it for eight hours, though. Oh, I would. I'd be good. I'd be the one they ask for. But also... <laughs> People you... on the end of the phone, right, I'm going to go now. And I'll see you. I've got, I've got, I've got to go. Oh, well, that's, the tr- that's one of the tricks they do, is you don't get into the sexy talk straight away. Mm-hmm. You've got to go, hello, hello, how are you, my darling? Are you having a good day? Yeah. What would you... Uh, you, you, you You're going to do that voice, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I found that bit off-putting. Um, but also, the thing is, it's not like... 80 quid a day might not sound a lot to some people, but you're not passive. You're playing Xbox, you're digging up the garden, you're doing the... You're doing, you're doing all your normal mm. daily stuff. You're just getting paid for, for doing it. Right. Um, she used the money to fund the upkeep of her 11 pet dogs... Eleven. Yep. And continue to receive benefits despite officials twice contacting her to ask if she should still be claiming them. Knight correctly began claiming benefits 15 years ago. She began her sex line job soon afterwards but told officials her circumstances had not changed. Um, She's got jail for six months. Okay. Well, that seems that seems um, that seems fair. But I could do that. Hello, madam. What's he, what, what, um, well, I'm just sat here, I'm sat here butt naked. Oh. It's all hanging out. God. I'm just cleaning the windows. What? And um, really stretching up high. I'm bending down low and you can see my bum hole. <laughs> Don't use the word bum hole. Don't use the word bum hole. What word would you like me to use, madam? Completely lost it. Okay, you, know, you can see I completely lost it. <laughs> Would you like me to pleasure you, madam? No, you're all right. I think I've uh, got the wrong number. <laughs> I think you've got the right number, the number 69. Let me give you a rub. Back rub. One hand, two hand, three hands. It's not a hand, as I said, I was naked. If you remember earlier, from earlier on in the conversation, I was naked. That third hand's my penis. Gosh, why's he got five fingers? <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a family trait. Passed down through the generations, but you, you wait. Until those fingers are um, inside your lady place. <laughs> in a very private <laughs> the most Unseen. Unseen. The most private of lady places. Oh, God. Would you like me to kiss you, kiss no. you on the lips? No, I'm fine. kiss you now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the eye, oh, yeah. Let me take your clothes off. No. Let's lift up this jersey. <laughs> lift it up. You've got your head stuck in it. Hang on. No. No. Hang on. Hang on. No. That's, no. Let go. That's it. One arm. Hang on. Now we're tangled up. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to have to stretch the neck. No, don't. It's expensive, this one. I'm going to have to stretch the neck. There we go. I think it's the nose. Your nose. I think your nose is causing the problem here, madam. I like a big nose. Oh. And then we're off. That's it. Um, <laughs> you, can, what, you can leave my vest on. I'm going to unbutton your blouse. I've got a blouse on, have I? It's cold out. I've got the heating on. Got the, have you? Uh, well, you need uh, it. You've got now on, have you? I've got, I've got three bars on. It's quite warm. Gosh. Um, we could hurry things up because I'm starting to lose my erection, madam. <laughs> so if we could, maybe you could play... Just, um, just, just losing it a bit. So if you could just... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's phoned who? 
just gonna make love to you. Oh God, no! It's all do you right. mind if I make love to you, Madam? Do I? Yeah, have I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not in the mood. Your... Okay, well, all of a sudden. I'm not going to do anything that I don't have consent to do. Okay, I'm going to. May call. I go down? May no, I go I'm down gonna... and kiss your bottom? <laughs> Want to kiss that, bot- that bottom? Oh God, no! I'm going to end this phone call now because it got inappropriate quite a long time ago. It's a sex line, madam. You knew. Maybe you've been naughty. Would you like me to? <laughs> would you like me to punch your bum? Uh, I'd be very naughty. I killed a man. You're going to get spanked for that. <laughs> going to get a good spanking for that, madam. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but murder is not only illegal... But naughty. Very, very <laughs> naughty. Oh, dear. Stop it, because you don't want me to get angry. No, madam, I'm applauding you for, for murder. It's something we've all thought about. You've actually done it. Well done. Oh, dear. Anyway. So I think I'd be great at that. <laughs> And um, uh, <laughs> oh Sam, Sam, Sam's typed on the screen. Don't stop! I was nearly there. <laughs> I think women would like it. I could do. I could do gay. I could do trans. I imagine it'd be a similar st- st- script for everyone. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Oh dear. Um, so well, that's erotic. Yeah, that's erotic. <laughs> you give me a lot to think about. Here we go. This is a great headline. It's about Lee Scratch Perry having psychic pants, right? Oh. So Lee Scratch Perry, massive stoner. This is a great headline. Paul, come and listen to this headline. This is a great headline. Don't Le- come in here, Paul. That microphone buzzes for some Oh, reason. they're all buzzing. Lee Scratch Perry has got psychic pants. The headline from the star is Lee Chatty's Pants. Lee Chatty's pants. That's great. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Reggae legend Lee Scratch Perry has revealed he wears telepathic underpants. (gasps) The 82 year old said that all his clothes have telepathic ability, which means they can transmit thoughts to others. That's a lot of ganja smoke right there. The Jamaican music (laughs) producer and artist said, Me suck. I won't do the voice. My socks are telepathic. My pants are telepathic. Everything I wear is telepathic. We get the idea. He also said, Change me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he also said that he lives in Switzerland to avoid vampires. What? Lee chat his pants. That's a great... Oh, you've got to get him on the show. I mean, he's a master anyway, but get him on the show. What do you think we'd be able to get Lee Scratch Perry? I, I suppose it's not impossible, Switzerland, is it? and he's always got... He's always knocking out old versions of Trojan remixes he's do done you know and what? stuff. It's not impossible. I mean, it would be... It would be a, a night. I mean, the guy's a fruitcake, but a, but a good fruitcake. Well, Lord Reed said, Nathan shall speak unto Nathan. Nathan, your pants could speak to his boxers. Nathan shall speak unto Nathan. Nathan yes. <laughs> Where well, is Nathan? Um, bank. Do you, you know what? I will t- I would, I'm, I'm free tomorrow. I'll do a little bit of research about Lee Scratch Perry, see if we can get in touch with him. And I had an idea for you guys. Oh. Um, it's something Put that some we can't do. some content into the show. Well, John Carpenter is over, oh. conducting a concert of his own music. Yes. And he'd be great for you guys, wouldn't he? He would be great. Let's get, let's get, all right, tomorrow, John Carpenter, let me write this down. I think it's not happening till, for about a week and a half. They're obviously doing it pre-Halloween. Halloween's celebrating its 40th anniversary this year, so it's back in some selected cinemas. Well, there's a new version of it. Well, there's yeah. a, not a new version, there's a kind of the, the, yeah. the third or fourth official sequel. But they've also got, of course, the, they're playing with a full orchestra, the soundtrack to the fantastic original assault on Precinct 13, which he did all the music for. Yeah. 
great he did, film. He used to do. Uh, he used to do the music for a lot of his films, didn't he? It was always this kind of weird synthy, yeah, slightly early techno stuff, kind of early Kraftwerk stuff. Did you um, follow my instructions on Bernard Cribbins? Not yet. No. We're after him as well. I've got Johnny Seifert on the case. Oh, jeez, oh, this is yeah. right. This is war. Seifert's war. Did we try and get Cribbins before? No, but he's, he's, are, close. You tra- are you genuinely trying to get him? Because if you are, we'll back off. Uh, no, no, I'm not genuinely. Tra- I know he's got okay. an autobiography out, which is very funny. He's I've read a, half of it. He's got a book out and he's yeah. doing the rounds. Yeah. I'll send an email. Great tomorrow. stories as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, he's he's brilliant, Cribbins. I'll send an email tomorrow and see if we can get. What's on your show tonight, Paul Ralph? Well, we are off to a remarkable place called She Island. Oh. It's part of the Finnish archipelago. Yep. Eight and a half acre luxury spa estate. Okay, She Island because it's all women. No booze, no blokes, no bickies, no bimbos. That's wow. their motto. Wow. Run by an American, which won't surprise me. Look at Kath's face. No booze. Puck it up. No booze. No, no bimbos. And no bickies. Lost me at no booze. Okay. But that would be, should be quite interesting. Also, we've got a brilliant... What do they do there? It's all kind of getting in touch with... Them. You know the Iron John thing, where men go into the woods and howl at the moon? Yeah. It's a bit like that, but for women. Oh, so people you don't... reconnect with the Earth Mother. So women go there for like a, like a week or a month I think it's a something. week. I think the maximum stay is ten days, because I think you right. go absolutely bonkers <laughs> after yeah, that. But, yeah. So we're talking to her, who's been running it for a while now, and also we're talking to a guy who is a professor of linguistics, brilliant name, Professor Stanley Dubinsky, oh. obviously an American, He's done the definitive study of dad jokes that was in some of the papers yesterday. Oh, I missed and that. And he's a proper linguistic professor, so he joins us to talk about great dad jokes. Oh, fantastic. Kat's I'm not dating Kat's... any more apostrophes. They're too possessive. <laughs> I don't get that. Cat's got... Kat, you're looking it. very pale. Are you feeling all right? I'm fine. Okay. You got a it was, joke. That, it was you... that phone call, wasn't it? The sex chat line. I mean, it's taken quite a lot out of all, me, yes. All the blood's rushed to my head. <laughs> oh, God. Go on. Go, do your joke for Paul. Catherine wrote a joke. This is an original joke. How do you tell the sex of a chilli? I don't know, Catherine Ball. How do you tell the sex of a chilli? Does it jalapenos? It's a work in progress. Uh, I mean... Listen, my ten-year-old loves it. It seemed funnier. You're not. You're saying jalapenos and not saying jalapenos. Yeah. Because it doesn't... It should be... Have a, it doesn't really... I mean, it's nice. <laughs> what do you say to a Mexican cheese thief? That's nacho cheese. <laughs> see, that yes. works. You see... This That's guy right. has worked with... Who, what comedians do you ever have on the word? What, you oh, have oh, but, we had Bill Hicks on once. Really? Yeah, and he went on stage the next night, yeah. and I went along to see him, and he roundly dissed the programme, as young people Aye. say, what a terrible experience it was. But that was his whole style. Yeah, he was yeah, a legend. Yeah, he course, was great. Yeah. But we tend not to have... I mean, Mark Lamar was on it for the two series I did. Yeah, but comedians. Not really his guests. But not really his guests. Did you have Frankie Howard on there once? Oh, that was a series before me, when it was oh, Frankie right. Howard and Edwina Curry, right. and the producer before me, um, who was of the gay and still is, he decided it was a brilliant idea. Frankie was brought onto the set in a sedan chair... Hoist on the shoulders of four that. lightly oiled and tanned young men. Yeah. It was a, and Edwina Curry was the other sofa guest. Yeah. I mean, that's magic. It doesn't matter what they say, then you're, you're ahead of the game. I remember that. That, <laughs> that wasn't my series, Sally. That was the series that I was there for the night they had uh, Kurt Cobain's Nirvana on. Mm. And, of course, they, cause they messed up the timing. So he only did about the first minute yeah. of the song. We did start by saying, I want it known here and now, Courtney Love is the best shimmy who on the planet. Yeah. And then into the song. Cor- uh, uh, um, um, uh, I never liked Nirvana. Anyway, I, I was going to say something I forgot. We've run out of time. <laughs>